Welcome back, everyone. It is episode 131 of Thirst and Goal. I'm Franny. Across the for me is Ben, and we're a show about NFL football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Subscribe, and you'll get everything you need to know about the NFL and become a whiskey and beer expert like us. Subscribe at our website, thirstandgoal.buzzsprout.com. It is 4th of July Eve, Ben, and there's some explosions going on around us and i'm sure you'll hear them all throughout the podcast but ben how you doing tonight i am good i actually have no complaints other than the heat it's pretty toasty out here yeah. in southern california at least it was today and most of the week uh, not as bad as it is in the pacific northwest but it was a little toasty today i wanted to do some outdoor work and i said I you know what i'm not gonna do it we're used to the heat where they're, they're not, they're not used, used to, the heat to it up north yeah, I, I think there were some people, you know, just sort of running for the shore and building rafts to get out of uh, out of the Pacific Northwest. It'll be okay. You know, it's only 110, 115 degrees. You will survive that. So, you know, we're used to it down be, here. It shouldn't be humid either. I mean, because the Pacific yeah. is pretty cold. I know it's cold down here. I'm guessing it's pretty cold up <laughs> yeah, there. for sure. So you don't get the same humidity that you get on the East Coast with the Atlantic being as warm as it is. So in New York, when it's like 90 degrees, that's a whole different 90 exactly. degrees. Or in Florida or, or anywhere, North Carolina, South Carolina, anywhere on the East Coast. So it's not the same. No. What they're this experiencing heat. is a typical day in Tampa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Friday, how was your week this week? Uh, it was, uh, it, well, I saw you a couple days ago, Ben. Yep. I stopped by here on my way to work. Uh, you're right on my way to work. I and put I put Friday in. to work. And, uh, you know, I saw where the magic happens, Ben. You work from home, and you've been working from home since this whole COVID thing started. Uh, but you should probably be heading back to the office. Pretty you've been soon. back a couple of times, but Pretty they soon. have a date set where you'll, you'll return. So it's going to be a little weird going yeah. back to the office. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to at least going back a couple, you know, two, three days a week, you know, just to get that human interaction. Yeah. You know, put some nice clothes on. Yeah, I know. Uh, sit in traffic I mean, you were wearing bit. some nice clothes the other day. I mean, the... Was it shorts? <laughs> shorts and a t-shirt. It was yeah. a very uh, business appropriate. I think so, yeah. Although, you know, from time to time, I do have to put on sportier clothes uh, for video calls. Uh, but but just the front part. Oh. The, the, <laughs> behind you. I'm wearing a dicky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, just, you just pull it off. A it's, suit dicky. It's just Velcro. You just pull it off around the pull neck. It and like, you're back into your t-shirt. It's like the t-shirt that had a tie on, you know, from the 80s. <laughs> what do you... How was your week this week, Friday? I didn't ask you how your week was. Uh, Well, I mean, I just said it, but... uh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I said I stopped by. I didn't really explain how my week was. But my week was, uh, it was a quick one, actually. You know, I had Monday off. Uh, you know, watched Croatia uh, lose in um, in the European Championship. That was depressing. They uh, made it to the round of uh, 16. They lost to Spain. It was actually a, a, a pretty decent game. It was fun to watch for the neutral uh, spectator. You know, Croatia was down 3-1. In the last 10 minutes, they scored two goals to make it 3-3. It went into overtime, and then Spain scored two more easy goals because our defense sucks. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, the, the European Championships have been moving along, and uh, in the semifinal, we have Spain versus Italy and Denmark versus England. Unfortunately, I've been able to watch too many games. Uh, they're on while I'm at work. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, it was exciting. It was exciting. Oh, you know, for sure. I mean, for you sure. know, Croatia did go to the final of the World Cup. You can't expect them to go far in 
every single tournament, but well, you know, I do. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm, pr- I'm proud of the guys and the way that they played at times. Uh, at other times, I was sort of embarrassed. But, uh, you know, I didn't expect too much from this team. They were, you know, sluggish going into the tournament. But, you know, they're in every major tournament for a small country like that. Very proud oh, of them. For sure. Absolutely. Me too. Me too. But what are you drinking, Ben? I am drinking or continuing to drink. I'm going to finish it tonight. I promise, folks. I am going to finish tonight the Raffles Gin from Scotland. It's a beautiful I totally summer forgot. gin. Well, you, you know, I have—I think I have enough left. Just oh for, yeah, there's definitely enough right there for the rest of the night. But it's a beautiful summer gin. I can't recommend it enough. It's clean. It's crisp. It has just the right amount of botanicals for a hot summer night mm-hmm. like we have right here. Franny, what are you drinking over there? I am almost also done with this bottle of the Kindred Straight Rye Whiskey. It's not a great rye on its own. It's decent, but as a mixer with a little bit of Coke, a little bit of club soda, it actually does taste. Pretty good. I like with a little it. bit of ice as well, because well, it is warm out it here. Is warm because we record this podcast outdoors where football should be played and podcasts should be recorded. And I'm sure you'll be hearing that tonight with the fireworks. You'll going hear out, fireworks going off, fire trucks, yeah. <laughs> and also law enforcement. Yeah, maybe probably in the background. Screaming, my head. My, my head. head. <laughs> my head. Hey, if if anybody out there is lighting fireworks, uh, speak to JPP about yeah, that and exactly. uh, the negative consequences of lighting fireworks, especially. If you're drinking, I'm not saying he was drinking at the time, but it just makes things a little worse if you are uh, under the influence. under the influence of some sort of alcohol. Yeah, on the ground, light it and walk away. Yeah, don't put it in your in yeah. your pocket. Don't in hold your it. Hand, don't hold it unless it's a bottle rocket, and even that, leave it for, far away from yeah. your hand. Don't play with fire. Yeah, exactly. especially not when you're drinking. Yeah, for sure. Frane, what are we going to talk about tonight? And pay special attention to. I changed the agenda this week. Did you really? I did just All for right. you. All right. Well, thank you, Ben. I appreciate that. It's a 4th of July surprise, I guess, for (laughs) Yep, exactly. And there's mosquitoes out here, too. I can feel it on my arm. It's time. (laughs) And uh, on the big board, on our defunct big board, uh, we have NFL news as usual, Ben. We have our NFL 15 questions and answers for myself and Ben. We also have... uh, Listener, oh, oh, shout out to our listeners. I thought that was something new. Shout out to our listeners, our new and loyal listeners out there. That's a little different right there than it has been written in the previous 130 weeks. Uh, we also have our feel good story. Of course. Love that. We also have our stat of the week. And then we also have the Franny's Euro 2020 update, which I pretty much updated everybody already. I and- want detail. <laughs> And, uh, Especially after three or four more drinks, yeah, I, want, right? I want detail. And then we also have our shot of the week, which me and Ben took a nice picture together in, it looks like the wilderness almost. It's like mean, a, a green screen, but yeah. it's an actual backyard photo. I mean, ben, ben does a really good job with taking care of his large backyard over here. Uh, like I said so many times, you have quite the green thumb, Ben. Yeah, I, mean, I haven't been touch, able to cut this because we had a dove uh, nesting in this tree, so this that's why this all looks... Rather unkept. No, it's not. Uh, I it wasn't. I wasn't allowed to cut the uh, the trees with the doves in them. <laughs> well, no, you can't. That's that. That's against the rules. Yeah. Well, a rule. it should be, but it's getting a little unruly over there. <laughs> no, I think it looks. I think it looks very nice, and it looks nice in the picture, Ben. I'm sure everybody will be impressed. I hope so. With your green thumb ability. I mean, everything you touch turns green. I mean, there could yeah. be a dead branch on the on I on wish. the side of like on the street. You just pick it up and like it starts growing leaves. Yeah, uh, I it, wish. No, it's true. It's true. And uh, we also have our beverage of the week. It is a Space Side. It's actually Space Side Glen Livet Balnellan Single Malt Scotch Whiskey aged 12 years. And it's not a high price scotch. We'll see how it tastes. I can't wait to taste it though. And we also have our beer of the week from Anderson Valley, the summer solstice. It's an ale 
with natural flavor added. I'm not sure which natural flavors are added, but we'll guess. Just the Once natural we, ones. Yeah, just the natural the ones. Normal, the normal natural. Yeah, not not the yeah. unnatural ones. <laughs> the un- <laughs> no MSG. Yeah, no, maybe. You never know. Uh, and then we have our housekeeping to finish up the show. All right, Franny, what's first up on the big board? First up on the big board, Ben. NFL news. All right, there wasn't much NFL news this week. But I'm sure we'll drag this out. Yeah. (laughs) We got to get to our 15 questions for Frane. All right. Since I drafted the questions, he has not seen the questions. He does not have a copy of the questions. I don't have. Oh, I I was going to look ahead. You do not have a copy of the questions. This way, Frane has to. I I saw there was. I had a paper over here. You took it away. I took it away. Uh, I was wondering what those were. (laughs) This is. Frane has to answer these on the fly. All right. Uh, I actually don't remember all of of the questions. I'll drink a little bit more. But it will start out easy. And then we'll get a little bit more complicated after uh-huh. that. Uh, I'm sure it's. They're, I'm sure they're shot inducing. Uh, let's hope know. so. Punishment uh, shot inducing. <laughs> First up, Franny, you might have been right. Did Tom terrific snub Derek Carr in the never-ending quest to figure out which team allegedly snubbed Tom Brady during the free agency period this off or past off season? A new contender. The Las Vegas Raiders have emerged, according to Mike Florio of ProFootballTalk.com. The quest began last week on HBO's shop in Uninterrupted. Brady said when the unidentified organization backed out, his initial thought was, you're sticking with that motherfucker? Are you serious? Based on the belief that the Raiders were the ones that dropped out of the running for the quarterback services, Derek Carr would be the motherfucker in question. This is how Florio connects the dots. The Raiders, the Chargers, and the Buccaneers, as well as the Niners, were thought to be the top three teams or top four teams in a running to sign the future Hall of Famer last spring. The Chargers did not have an incumbent quarterback on the roster after allowing Phillip Rivers to sign elsewhere and ended their push to sign Brady because they believed he would ultimately stay on the East Coast for family reasons. Uh, Florio's, oh, oh, sorry. So they aren't the team. Brady signed with the Bucks. so by process of elimination, the Raiders are the likely team that chose to stay with their current starter rather than sign Brady. Florio's sources claim that the Raiders dropped out late in the process. As one source explained it, the Raiders thought Brady's request to have extra things was over the top. It, if it was the Raiders, Brady certainly exacted his revenge in Week 7. He completed 33 of 45 passes for 369 yards and count them, four touchdowns. 127 passer rating and a 45-20 to 20 blowout. And of course, that's a big firework. Yeah, it was. And of course, he led the Bucks to a Super Bowl win the same season. The Raiders once again failed to make the playoffs. Brady likes to stir the pot in the offseason and also admitted during his HBO appearance that he rarely tells the truth when talking to reporters. So the whole story could be a hoax from the start. But it is very easy to believe that this story is about the Raiders, given that some of the other questionable personnel decisions Gruden has made the past few seasons. Franny, See, I told say you, you. I told you this might not even be true. I wanted to true. give you your props. It might not even be true, though. It, well, I mean, this is... I think it's just the media but, but this is like, coming up with some bullshit to kind of not not throw Tom Brady under the bus, but, you know, sort of uh, paint uh, a darker picture of the man. I think, it, well, I think this piece was true. I think all of his press conferences and his, it doesn't seem you like, know, his opinions about the game and it like seems what out happened. Of character. I think all of that is a bunch of bullshit. And yeah. he did that on purpose. And I think he would purposely tell people the opposite of what was going to happen just mm-hmm. to see how they would react. But I actually think this story is true. Yeah. But, well, but I mean, Derek Carr is not the... I wouldn't call Derek Carr this that motherfucker. motherfucker. I would call Jimmy Garoppolo that motherfucker. See, I, I would call That's what I Drew said. Locke that motherfucker. But I wouldn't call Derek his, Carr. His, his He's former, a good quarterback. His former teammate. I'm sure him and Jimmy Garoppolo probably have a good relationship. I'm sure they have a good relationship. I mean, I don't. They talk, have no. They have nothing in common. Yeah, I don't talk negatively about my former coworkers. I mean, there might be some weird people, but I'm, I would never call one of them a motherfucker or anything like that. But uh, you know, I, 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 that was kind of Derek Carr. He's got a good track record. 
uh, he has a decent with the garbage teams that they put around. He has a decent. Uh, come on, he has a pretty decent team there. Maybe uh, not the not the greatest coach, but you know, I mean, the division is it's, it's been a little tough, you know, with with uh, Kansas City there a little bit, a little bit. Uh, but I mean, I mean, obviously they haven't performed that well in the in the AFC in general. I mean, they went to the uh, the playoffs. Well, how many times have they been to the playoffs? Maybe once, maybe twice, once or maybe, twice. Yeah, not not that often. Um, but I can, I mean, if he's going to say it about anybody, I can see say I can see him saying it about Derek Carr. Just because he's a much better quarterback than Derek Carr is, is on, on his worst day, Tom Brady yeah, that's is true. a better quarterback. But Derek Carr is, a, I mean, he's a solid quarterback. I mean, yeah, he said solid. this past week that he would rather retire than play for another team other than the Raiders. See, that's which stupid. you got to respect. That's stupid. Well, I, you know, I respect that. I mean, that means he's not going to hold uh, him over the coals like your buddy Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. He's not going to hold we'll him over see. the coals because like, he can't. He can't. Like, well, what, what has he done where he can? Where he, he actually has some leverage? Uh, what has he done? The alternative might be worse. That's essentially the, the the leverage that he has is the alternative is a draft pick or potentially a trade from you know someone you know or like a Philip Rivers or some other quarterback that's that's coming up on the end of their contract mm-hmm. or a Carson Wentz who doesn't particularly do a great job in Indianapolis and his contract and his contract term ends and he doesn't get extended he could end up there as well but uh, you know Derek Carr is the best they got right now. Uh, and I, 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 and I still find it hard to believe that Tom Brady was actually entertaining playing for the Las Vegas Raiders why. under John Gruden. Because I find that hard to believe. Bad yeah. coach, poorly run organization, bad ownership, weird location in Vegas where the teammates are going to be hard to wrangle, and he likes to wrangle them. It's yeah. Well, it's, it's I, I just nice find stadium. it hard to believe. Yeah, it's a nice new stadium and everything that they have over there. But can you imagine but, having <clears throat> wrangle guys into the but it seems into the film room living in Vegas? They were talking about you know Tom Brady going over there. They were talking about Aaron Rodgers going over there. Like what what what's pulling these guys? Like what is Vegas? Yeah, but but I mean still, but the team is you know they're not that great. I mean, you get they're, a house they're, right next to Floyd Mayweather. They're, they're decent enough, but I mean, look at the division with with uh, Kansas City over there. You know, still the top team in the AFC right now, in my opinion. Oh, I mean, yeah. there's there's nobody else that's well, better the Steelers. than Steelers. Well, hopefully. I hope they are better, but they're not going to be. Uh, I hope they are, but they suck. <laughs> they don't suck. You're going to stick with it's that gonna be, motherfucker? It's, it's going to be very tough for them uh, you know, to battle Kansas City in the playoffs if they do meet. Um, but, you know, they have... Well, San- Frank Clark probably won't be there. They have San Diego now. Come, you know, they're up and coming. Uh, you know, I can. Ex- I expect a lot. I expect a lot from San Diego this season. More so, this I expect, I expect a lot from San Diego, yeah. considering they don't have a team down there anymore. <laughs> well, I, I expect them to play really well. Hey, they should move back to San Diego, right? <laughs> I mean, everybody still calls them the San Diego Chargers. I know. And they should move I back to too. San Diego. If San Diego built a new stadium, they would leave and go right back to San yeah. Diego. If there was a new stadium over there, San Diego does deserve that team <laughs> they can't because get they don't want. <laughs> they can't get fans no matter yeah. where they play. Yeah, your neighbor is a, a San Diego fan, but yeah. he's one of the very few. That's yeah, only ten million people in the metro area. Yeah. but you know, you can't get forty thousand yeah. people <laughs> you can't, to show you up can't. to a home game. You can't. I mean, it's a home game for the other team. I mean, it's a road game for the Chargers at home. And that's yeah, pretty it's, sad. It's it's bad. Yeah. Um, but, you know, San Diego <laughs> Chargers. I'm still going to call them that until they move that, that, uh, back to San Diego. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that, I mean the, the division itself is, it's you oh, know, yeah. it's a tough division. I don't see why they always talk about Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, or whatever other, you know, quarterback that's having uh, issues with their contract. Why they even consider going to yeah, the Raiders? I agree. It, make, it makes no sense. Yeah, and I don't think it was, and that's why I wonder if it was serious at all. Why not? I mean, I just can't imagine Tom. I mean, Tom Brady with John Gruden and that Raiders team. Yeah, they got Jacobs. They got a decent defense, but the draft picks have been all over the map. 
The maybe they were talking about. Maybe, very maybe he was good. talking about John Gruden. That motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, maybe. Yeah, maybe he was trying to get rid of the head coach. Yeah, and he's like, "You're going to stick with that motherfucker." Exactly. It could have been him too. Yeah, they could have got you know maybe you know Urban Meyer or somebody might yeah. have come out of uh, college and went over to Vegas and coach. But I I just could not see Tom Brady going and playing for the Las Vegas Raiders under John Gruden and expecting to have any more success than he had. That last year with New England. Mm-hmm. He went into the perfect situation oh, yeah. with a team that was stacked top to bottom, and yep. now it's stacked even more than it was last year. That's scary for them. And, to see. yeah, I just can't I can't imagine him going to Denver or the Raiders. The Niners, to me, always seem like the most logical option. Yeah. Great head coach, good scheme, decent offensive weapons, great defense. That always made the most yeah. sense to me. If, uh, you know, if Aaron Rodgers isn't happy in Green Bay, I mean, that would be his best option right now to move over – you know, it's San Francisco. The you think team he's that, happy in Green Bay? That snubbed him <laughs> yeah, in the draft. Allegedly. Allegedly. And speaking of which, Friday, are you ready to move on? Mm-hmm. Oh, you have Aaron Rodgers on the agenda. <laughs> of course. Of course. We didn't, we didn't talk him. about him last week. We didn't have him on last week. We'll Gotta talk about him, him at length this week. This will yes. be a three-hour podcast. Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> a mental health advocate for everyone but himself. <laughs> the Green Bay Packers tight end Jace Sternberger pointed to quarterback Aaron Rodgers and coach Matt LeFleur as champions of mental health awareness within the team's locker room. Sternberger, who is facing a two-game suspension to start the 2021 season, explained the role that Rodgers and LeFleur have played in benefiting players on the mental health side in an interview with the with Peter Bukowski of Locked on Packers. You have to give props to number 12, Sternberger said. He's made the very this a very big issue in the locker room. And the organization, Aaron, is a big advocate with Dr. Dr. Chris Carr. Basically, it's okay to have feelings, and it's okay to discuss things. Just love yourself. The Packers hired Dr. Carr to be the team's director of performance psychology and team behavioral health clinician in April of 2020. Rogers has spoken on the record about mental health issues many times over the years, most recently regarding Dak Prescott's openness on the subject that, yeah, we covered that. Uh, Sternberger and LaFleur and the Packers have consistently made it a priority to help players. Coach LaFleur and his staff have taken that with such pride from hiring Chris Carr to be a personnel sports psychiatrist, therapist for everyone, and just how seriously they've taken the whole mental health thing, Sternberger said. Sternberger was a third-round pick in 2019, admitted going through some personal issues in his journey to the NFL, especially surrounding the incident, which he explained that led to his suspension. He said it's healthy for all players to let your guard down and be open and communicate when times get hard. The Packers have been in his corner providing support through the entire process. Uh, lastly, word on the street is that there is no trade market for Aaron Rodgers at the moment. Nobody wants the guy. The later we get into the offseason, the less likely Rodgers is to be traded. The vast majority of NFL teams already know who their starting quarterbacks will be in week one. A select few, like the Denver Broncos, would probably be willing to acquire Rodgers at any time, but the Packers insist they are not trading the 37-year-old has-been quarterback. Uh, but, Friday, what say you about, I figured this would be a little, you know, we've been attacking Aaron Rodgers for a long time. I you don't know, attack him. You've been, I've been attacking, attacking him. Aaron Rodgers for a long time. You know, we remember when Dak Prescott shared his feelings, you know, yeah. his experience with, with depression, yep. and we were astounded that he got blowback for that in 2021, 2020 of all I don't years. understand why. I mean, you know, people these days are so open-minded about everything, and, you know, it's it's what, mental health? Just because these guys go it's, out there. It is part of your actual body. Yeah, I know, yeah. I mean, you know, in the NFL, you focus on your physical health. Obviously, these guys are in top physical condition, but, you know, like you said, Ben, your mental health is also part of 
your body. And, and, it's, and it's physiological, although yeah. it just manifests in a different way. Yeah. I mean, you know, depression is is definitely an, an issue, and I'm sure it's an issue in a lot of locker rooms, but it's frowned upon to talk about your feelings because you're expected to be a manly man in the NFL. And so, you know, it's kind of thrown, you know, to the wayside. Just don't talk about your yeah. feelings. Just go out there, you know, be physical, be tough, be basically be a, a, a robot on the field. But if you're dealing with any issues in your life, don't talk about it. And you know, I don't, I don't see why it's such a big deal. How do you feel about that? I agree. I, I, I'm, I'm actually impressed with Aaron Rodgers and his advocacy for he- mental health. I actually did not know that him and Lafleur, or he especially, uh, were such proponents of mental health and, and bringing someone into the team to actually take care of players, actually take care of their mental health, whether it be surrounding issues that that grew from their experience in the NFL or something they brought into the NFL or an experience. Or a condition that they've had for for you know their whole life or for, for some long period of time, you know it just I feel like it would be better for everyone in the world if we could talk about and I know this sounds a little you know ephemeral, but I mean if we could talk about every issue mm-hmm. that we're having that relates to our you know productivity and our ability to to get along with other people and perform our job and that mm-hmm. and mental health is I mean it's not like it there's no laser beam that shoots ideas or feelings. Or anxiety or depression into your into your brain from outside your body. It is part of your body. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm I'm actually impressed. Well, for once, you're impressed with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, I think I think there's. <laughs> I mean, personally, I don't dislike. Well, he's the done guy. on the field. You're not. You're, well, you're definitely. What has not. he done on the field? Wait, he, he, yeah, he one was. Super Bowl a decade ago. Yeah, but whatever. But who did he beat? He, he beat the Steelers. <laughs> exactly. That's why he I'm not. That's why you're not happy. That's about why him. I'm not happy about. So it. That's why you have a little bit of a biased opinion about that whole thing. A little bit. Uh, but little I mean, bit. you know, as much of a dick as you make this guy seem to be, he is uh, kind of a dick. He's a little bit of a douchebag. But you know, I still, you know, he's still, he's still one of the greatest he's quarterbacks. Still my in my douchebag. He's not my douchebag. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> Maybe just a little bit of a man crush, all right? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, a little bit. A little bit. But uh, no, I respect him for for speaking out about, you know, mental health and, and advocating for it. But same thing with Dak Prescott. You know, Dak Prescott did the exact same thing. Yeah, like good he said, for, especially he, he, in he did, Dallas, of all places. It, it, yeah, exactly. When I was talking about open-mindedness, you know, maybe Texas is not the most open-minded yeah, especially with, state you know, Troy Aikman, out there. You know, I'm not saying I'm not talking shit about Texas, but, you know. Uh, yeah, it doesn't strike me as there's a mental health clinic on every corner down there. Uh yeah, there's not one over here either. Yeah, but that's, 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 that's true. an issue. Yeah. That's an issue all around the country. Yeah. is we don't focus on mental health. You know, we focus on the body physically, but we don't think about the brain and your mental health. Yeah, and it affects everything. I mean, when you're laying in bed and you have anxiety, you you don't sleep yeah. well, you don't produce well, you don't yeah. you don't perform stress, well. Stress, stress, nobody and talks how you about deal stress. Yeah, you know, maybe there'll be fewer off the field issues, fewer issues in their interpersonal relationships mm-hmm. for everybody, not just NFL players. Yeah. If they were able to openly, without embarrassment and without uh, yeah. anyone judging them, actually be able to talk about what's going on between the ears, because we don't control it. The idea that we control what happens in our brains, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm I guess if you're like a a meditation guru, you might be yeah. able to control something, but mm-hmm. we can't control what's happening inside our heads most of the time. Yeah, and it just it, happens, and it if. You know, and if you're having, you know, struggles like Sternberger had and, and it resulted in a situation that led to his suspension and they're willing to help him with that, I, I say, I say good for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, what do you think about uh, no trade market for uh, Aaron Rodgers? Because everybody's, everybody, they're in, you yeah, know, pretty much. Well, training mean, camp is going to start. Yeah. Everybody's got to have their playbook together. They got to get their, their reps in for their starters. Yeah. So I, think, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to stick around in Green Bay for at least one more season and we'll see how things pan out. Yeah. There's out. talk that he could opt out because they're actually allowing this season 
a COVID opt-out as well. Actually, no, I think that date passed. Actually, oh. I think it did pass. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. But there was he's, talk that he could was going to opt out. That way he him. would protect his salary, but he didn't mm-hmm. opt out, I don't He's going to play for Green Bay. They're going to the, they're gonna win the Super Bowl. <sighs> they can't even beat Chicago, let alone what Tampa talk? Bay. Okay, they but were, they're not even going to beat Jared Goff in their own division. Yeah, they were terrible in the Super Bowl. I mean, <laughs> in, the, in the playoffs. They were terrible in the playoffs. Uh, well, they they, did, they, they, well, they did get to the championship game. Exactly. And they did yeah. have a really boneheaded... Yeah, they could have won that game. Group of plays at the end of the yeah, fourth quarter they, down they there at the goal line. I mean, they, they, I mean, in the NFC Championship game, they've hadn't they haven't had the best of luck. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, not only did they run three strange plays in a row that led to no time coming off the clock, giving Tom Brady a full two out uh, two minutes and like eight or nine seconds to get a first down and end the game. Yep. They still they also kicked the field goal, which made it almost impossible for stupid. Stupidity. For the Packers to Complete win that stupidity. game. But, yeah, I, I I think I'm starting to feel like he's going to end up coming back and playing. Yeah. Just well, because I, of the, fin- I, the financial cost to him. I, I if he doesn't. He's, gonna, he's not going to sit out. You don't think? No, I don't think so. I, I can't wait to see how this how this <laughs> uh, plays out. I mean, just rubbing your hands I'm rubbing my right hands now. together because I want to see how this plays out. Are you ready to move on? Friday? Let's move on, Ben. As the fireworks continue. continue. He's got... Hi, hopes. Training camp kicks off in Oxnard, California for the shot of the week. California. Oh, you had to put that on there. For the Dallas Cowboys later this month. After a disappointing 6-10 and campaign in 2020 that was almost good enough to win the division, there's optimism for a much better result this season with several players back healthy. The most important player returning is quarterback Dak Prescott, who suffered a compound fracture and dislocation of his right ankle this past season. He recently spoke with Newey's... Newey? Newey Scruggs of NBC5 DFW and relayed that he expects a different outcome for the Cowboys in 2021. Listen up, Eagles fans. Improvement. <laughs> a lot of improvement. Obviously, from the last year to this year, but deeper than that, from those first five games, Prescott said. Take those first five games and just say we're going to be better than that as a team. We're going to play more complimentary football from defense to offense to special teams. And mental health. He didn't say that though. And oh. then we're going to have a healthy team. We're going to be we're going to be all approached during the off season. We approach this season the right way. We're just excited. We're excited that hopefully we can stay healthy. We can get good fortune and on that end, and we can just put everything we've worked hard for together on all stages and all phases of the game. We're excited for this year. It's going to be a very, very special year yeah. for us and mm-hmm. Cowboys. Yeah, very fans. special. They can't finish 8 and 8, that's for sure. They might finish 9 What's and say 8. You? Maybe 8 and 9, but they can't finish at 500. He says it's going to be a very special yeah, year. Yeah, 9 and they 8. They have the most talent. 9 and 8. They have the it's going to be very special for all Cowboys fans not going to finish at 500 you got or Gallup, below. You got Cooper, you got the other receiver who name escapes me right now, but anyway. yeah, I'll just give it a shot. They've, but who else do they have? They got Gallup. They've got Cooper. They've got. Well, I mean, I don't know why they CD come out. Lamb. Here. I mean, actually, you know what? I understand why they come out here. I mean, if, if you know, going out to Oxnard and uh, training, it's 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 uh, better weather than the humidity in Texas. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I mean, in Oxnard, it doesn't get too hot. I mean, it, this, it does get warm, but it's not humid at all. You know, I mean, but so uh, you get the 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 warm weather. You got a nice field out there. You got the fans that come out. For some reason, there's a lot of Cowboys fans out here. Um, but for uh, some reason, <laughs> I don't know. Five Super Bowls that might have something to do with it. Okay, there's a lot of Cowboys fans over here that can five remember. Super Bowls, they can remember the last 
Super Bowl that they won. They probably can't even tell you what year it was the last time they won a Super Bowl. Uh, in the 90s? It was, it was, they, well, they beat you, Ben. So, you know. <laughs> it was a 96, 97 season. Yeah, yeah it was the, I think it was, a, it or 95, 96. Was, I think season. it was 95, 96. Yeah, 96 season. Yeah. 95 season, 96 Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, that was the last time. And it's 2021 now, and they haven't really done anything since then. So the Cowboys always talk about a special year. They've been talking about it now for 25 years, a quarter of a century now. They've been talking about special seasons, and it hasn't happened. They will, you know, just judging um, the the, uh, the division the way it is right now, they might come out of the division and make it to the playoffs, but they're not going to make it very far. (laughs) They might, he says. They might make it to the playoffs. Um, but they're not going to go. Just look too they're, good. They're and Maurice not... Jones-Drew just ranked Devin Singletary as the thirty it's or the twenty seventh best uh, running back in the league. It's practice. It's practice. 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 It's, it's practice like... right now. All right. Until the season all starts, right. we don't know what's going to happen. I'll put that title um, right at the next no, to Iverson's title. I do respect Dak Prescott. Iverson all... got a title, right? No. No. <laughs> Nah, he actually deserved one. He, <laughs> he did deserve he, he one. Deserved one, but he didn't show up not against that much. Not against Lakers though. Um, <laughs> no, they crushed them. Yeah, well, four one. Yeah, they won that first game thinking they're going to win the whole thing, and they just yeah lost the rest of the four games in a row there. But I mean, um, they look optimistic there in Dallas. Everybody's and they optimistic. Have reason everybody's to be. optimistic right now. It, the season hasn't begun. Uh, well, they were uh, they were optimistic at two and three when when he his, his foot came off. Well, that's well. They had reason to be optimistic in that division. They only needed six more wins. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they only needed six more wins to get to the playoffs. No, but I do respect Dak Prescott. I hope he comes back as strong as he was before his injury. I really felt bad for the guy when he did go down. As much as I hate the Cowboys, I don't want to see those types of injuries happen to the guys on that field. Uh, not even Zeke Elliott. As much as I hate Zeke Elliott, if anything, if he does get injured, I want it to be you know short term injury. Nothing serious like what Dak Prescott had to uh, had to endure. Um, that that was that was really difficult to watch. Even as an Eagles fan, I'm sure Washington fans, everybody in that division hates to see a player go down in that much agony, that much pain with that type of injury. Oh, for sure. Um, but you know, and he, a nice guy. He's, by he's, all he's a really nice guy. Accounts. He's actually. That's why I respect him. He's actually a nice fucking dude, you know, fourth round pick. Uh, and he's, say, he's saying all the right things. You know, I mean, this is what every starting quarterback is going to say about their team. We're optimistic. We're going to win. You'll be surprised at what we can do this year. And, uh, you know, 30 teams will be disappointed. <laughs> well, that's true. You know, after all of this, after all the preseason shit, there's only two teams that go to the Super Bowl. And the Cowboys will not be one of those teams. If they do make the playoffs, they're going to go out pretty early. But, you know, best of luck to Dak Prescott only, but fuck the rest of the team. All right, let's do and the let's shot. Let's do the shot, Ben. This is our punishment and what, what are we shot. Drinking? This is probably the worst oh, punishment shot. Oh, yeah, this is the shot. worst one yet. I was pretty messed up on the podcast last weekend oh, because this of this one's stuff. Bad news. This is the Red Stag Hardcore Cider. Yeah, and uh, gross. we have this drinking game on the podcast. Um, it was actually a contract that we signed in blood. Uh, if I say anything negative about a team in my division, which is the NFC East, I take a shot. Ben, if you say anything negative a team about a team in your division, which is the AFC North, or if Sanya, uh, who was our... Uh, former mascot? co-host. Now she's our uh, mascot. Yeah, she's our mascot now. She actually took the picture that we have posted on uh, on Instagram and on Twitter with me and Ben drinking that shot. Well, not drinking it yet. It's on the table. We just, you know, took the picture first. Um, you know, if she says anything negative about a team in her division, which is the NFC West, then she takes a shot. Eventually, one day, we hope that she will join us on the podcast and not watch Say Yes to the Dress inside yeah, exactly. in an air-conditioned living room Call the and not outside where podcasts should be recorded. Exactly. Let's do it. Cheers to you, Ben. Cheers. Oh. <sighs> that is gross. 
Man, it's so much worse when it's warm outside. We should leave this. Uh, no, I brought it, it out like four hours oh, yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. To I was get saying it good and warm. We should leave it inside uh, where it's sort of air conditioned. So uh, it's that maybe maybe about seventy five degrees. Oh, that was bad. Right now, this is like at probably over eighty degrees or Ooh. something. But that's not a very good shot, right there. You know what that reminds me of? Uh, a bad night. Buddy and... Ryan is head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> I actually watched. Uh, you got to watch this. The Dark Side of Football. They had an entire hour-long special on the Eagles-Cowboys rivalry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I had forgotten how ugly it is and how different it is than any other rivalry that's left in, in, in the NFL. Because there really aren't many that are left, really. Well, I mean, I think the I mean, Steelers in Baltimore, think, yeah, but that's kind of new. Steelers-Baltimore is, is a pretty big one right there. I mean, you know, in, in – in, uh, I mean, if we go through the divisions um, – I mean, I think, you know, Seattle, San Francisco, that one is one of the newer rivalries because San Francisco was always the top dog for quite a while while Seattle was struggling. But now yeah. Seattle is up there, you know, with San Francisco and it's been fun. It's fun to watch both those teams. But, well, you don't really pass them when San Francisco still has five championships. <laughs> um, well, we got a little ways to go in that yeah, regard. Yeah, I know. But, uh, you know, it, that's one of the other rivalries there. You know, uh, who else is there? It's not. I mean, New England and you know. Well, I mean, I would say you know Miami, kinda. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, kinda. I mean, New York, Dallas, or New York, Philadelphia. But there really you know, aren't that many. Washington, New York, or Washington, Dallas. You I know, mean, I mean, Denver doesn't have anybody. In the really? NFC East, there's a lot of rivalries because yeah. those division. I mean, that division it used to be very competitive. <laughs> it used, used to be. To yeah. be very competitive until very recently, where it's been the NFC least, whereas it used to be the NFC beast yep. in the past so i mean that's why the rivalries are so strong in that division but the eagles fans hate the cowboys fans the cowboys fans you know hate the eagles fans you know the the teams don't like each other um but who i mean i can't really there think aren't of that another many there's no i mean a, a, in the afc north it's, i mean obviously pittsburgh and, and cincinnati pittsburgh yeah. and cleveland but it's not that big anymore but nfc south you i got, mean you think the nfc south i mean you got really no i mean you got new orleans you got atlanta yeah, you got I, tampa but there's really no yeah, Atlanta. I mean everybody hates New Orleans, so they have a rivalry with everybody because <laughs> everybody hates Sean Payton out there. Uh, but like there, Chicago Green Bay, that used to used be, to be. But you know, I mean, Green Bay is just so much better, better, and they've had so much more success. It's like saying Lakers Clippers. That, that's not even close. Yeah, and you it's know, like in the AFC West, it's like rivalry. No thanks. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we're we're too nice out here. Yeah, have a pass me a Chardonnay. <laughs> <laughs> We don't want to fight. Can't we just yeah. get along? I mean, you think about all the teams and you know, rivalries with them. I mean, like the Cardinals. Who are the Cardinals fight? I mean, like Cardinals. The Cardinals are just there. You know, like yeah. there's no rivalry. You know, it's it's the rivalry is themselves. Yeah, <laughs> they're themselves in the 120 degree heat. It's us versus outside the stadium. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I watched that special. I had forgotten how. I mean, it's 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 fun to watch in a, in one way, but another way. You know, I had forgotten that Buddy Ryan in a game that the Eagles had obviously already won and should have taken a knee. In Tom Landry's last game coaching in the National Football League, mm. while they were already up big, all they had to do was take an E and end the game, threw a deep ball down to the end zone, got a pass interference call, and then ran the ball in from the one-yard line when the game was already okay. over. You play to, to win, win the, the game. game. And, I mean, Buddy Ryan did some really – I mean, he put a, a bounty on the head of the Dallas Cowboy kicker <laughs> uh, at one point. Uh, and they actually, it was like a $2,500 bounty. In the, and during the initial kickoff, the kicker was taken out of the game by oh, a Philadelphia wow. Eagle defender. Uh, there was a big, uh, it was a playoff game or a play-in game uh, where a, 
a cowboy fan left his father's house in Philadelphia and was uh, physically beaten within an inch of his life in front of the house. The father came out and actually had to stab one of the guys. And the guy who stabbed one of the guys went to the father went to prison for mm. killing the guy. Uh, there was the bottle game. There was the snowball game. Yeah. Uh, I, I just had for, I had forgotten I how games. vicious that rivalry. Yeah. I mean, really? I, don't, I don't, I don't condone any sort of that. You know, I, I don't condone that behavior. I mean, obviously, you know, today walking over here, or you know, going to uh, not walking over here, driving over here, uh, you know, going to uh, uh, Total Wine, um, and 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 picking up some of the uh, beverages for the night. Uh, you know, I mean, there there are Cowboys fan, more Cowboys fans than there are Eagles fans, and so you'll well, hear some comments, you know, every now and then, you know, with me wearing my shirt, but it's all it's all you know for fun. You know, I'm not going out there and fighting guys and and talking shit to people. You know, I, when you're a fan of a team and you're fighting other people, what is the point? What are you trying to accomplish? You're not the one yeah, out there fights in the parking making, lot, fights in the stadium. Yeah, you're not making millions of dollars. Like these guys, these guys go out on the field, whether they win or whether they lose, they're going to make hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions of dollars. I mean, the hundreds of thousands are the guys on the bench that are still making a pretty decent contract or even the, the, the practice squad yeah. guys are making what, 60, 70,000. I'm not sure how much those guys are making. Uh, the for the year, I think they make like two hundred fifty thousand. Is it really? Year or something like that. Damn. For the year. For I'm going to join year. a practice squad. <laughs> for the full year, I think something like that. Sign me. It's, it's not. It's not. It's not that little. Yeah, I, I thought it was. A, I thought it was a much smaller amount than that. But I mean, there's no reason to go out there and fight people and just be a disgusting yeah. fan. Uh, I mean, you see that with the Dodgers fans over here. I mean, you know, it's it's, it's crazy. It's, it's it's pretty crazy. I mean, these guys. I mean, you can root for your team. And and uh, you know maybe joke back and forth you know but just you know don't don't start throwing punches don't yeah. you know I had no idea that the reason that there are no Raider San Francisco Niner games yeah even that's in not the a, preseason that's not a rivalry anymore either but did you know it that used the, to be a rivalry it that's used to be rivalry. and the fighting got so bad during a preseason game where they gave tickets away for a dollar <laughs> that there were no season ticket holders so it was just people from the street that paid a dollar or two dollars or three dollars because the season ticket holders sold all their tickets. That the fighting got so bad, they showed the videos of fighting in the stands, fighting in the uh, parking lot. Uh, you know that the security couldn't keep up, the police couldn't keep up, and they actually banned Raider Forty Nine er preseason games. To this day, there are no Raider Forty Nine er preseason games. See, that's just an excuse. I mean, those are just you know rotten apples out there, and that's just an excuse for them to go fight each other from from both sides. But crazy, you I know? mean, so many Eagle fans were on, or Eagle ex Eagle players were on the show uh-huh. that they interviewed on the show, and dozens of them said that they had all experienced the same thing in the city when they played for the team, mm-hmm. was that to a person, they had multiple people that came up to them in bars and restaurants, and they all said the same thing. We don't care what you do as long as you beat Dallas twice a year. We don't care if you go fucking exactly. two and 14 that, that's that. as long as, as, long you, as you beat the Cowboys twice a year. Yeah. And I'm like, that's an well, interesting fan I, base. I kind of feel that same way. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to lose to any other team, just don't lose to the fucking Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. But I also would never... Do anything well, yeah. mean or I still can't figure out why the guy that tried to save his son's life ended up in prison. But... Yeah, 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 I mean, but it's it's like you know, every time I've 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 dealt with Cowboys fans out here, it's usually joking, it's yeah. fun. But I, you know, we always say you know, good luck to your team. You know, it's like you know what? Oh, and the Michael Irvin game. Did you, oh, yeah, you yeah. remember the Michael Irvin game where he actually yeah, where he got injured? He put his own head into the turf, and they cheered the ambulance coming yeah, out. Of the yeah, that's. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, sorts of things happen. And that was the last game he ever played. Yeah. <laughs> so, sorry, I interrupted you. But yeah, I just, fly, I thought, Eagles, fly. I, just, I was just really, uh, I was actually surprised at how, how deep that rivalry went. I mean, I knew it was a big rivalry, but it's deeper than I 
than I thought. Yeah, it was. well, I'm, you know, for 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 fans in Philadelphia, I'm sure it is, you know, more along those yeah. lines than you know Eagles fans move around the country like myself or wherever in other cities. You know, it's 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 not as deeply rooted in us as it is in people in Philadelphia or even hardcore yeah. Dallas fans in Dallas. Although Dallas is a you know quite a large city and you get a lot of um, you know transplants from you know, from all over the country, you know, a lot, a lot of folks move to Texas. I'm not sure how many people move to Philadelphia. So you have yeah, exactly. a lot of people in Philadelphia that are just Philadelphians who just are hardcore Eagles fans, but I still don't condone that sort of violence. That's yeah, not right. I had no idea that it was that, that it was that intense. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Uh, but we'll, yeah, we have the free agents, but we have our 15 questions so we can, yeah. we can dispense with the, the outstanding free agents. All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben. I want to do the 15 questions. You want to do the 15 questions or you want to take a quick break? Let's take a quick break. Let's take a quick break, but we'll have the 15 questions and answers for myself and for Ben. I can't wait to hear Friday's answers to these questions. I wonder what they are now. We'll be right back. All right. And we are back with our 15 questions. And hopefully some good answers <laughs> from myself and Ben. I'm I'm kind of nervous now. No, no, no. This is the first, you know, I'll do this first 15, then you can do the, the next 15. All right, all right. I figured it's a holiday week. It's an interesting one, all right. You know, we don't have much news. Give our fans and listeners a little bit of a... A window into our souls. Okay. So it starts out easy. This is, this is part of that mental health yeah. thing that we were talking yeah, yeah. about. A window into our yeah, souls. We're just opening up. We're going to open up and share. Yes. We're going to share our feelings. <laughs> how, uh, do you, how do you feel today? Uh, is, is there anything I feel good. Fun? I have is a little there, bit of a toothache that I've been is, avoiding, is and it's anything? getting it's getting worse, so I think I may have to actually do something about it. I know. Actually, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's been about two years since yeah. I'm the, the, at the dentist. I fucking hate the dentist. Uh, I used to go it's fairly regularly, but pain. yeah, I didn't go for a year, and then the pandemic hit, and I was like, oh, boy, why didn't I go last year? But it's getting... Do you have one, too? Yeah, but it's, it's not really there right now. It's, it's, it was start, it's been bad for a while, and now it's to the point where I could feel it on a regular basis, uh, so I'm like, okay. now it might be time to go in. Uh, but other than that, I feel... Uh, you know, I feel pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel uh, all right. Wonderful. I feel lucky to be, to, you know, to be that sounds happy uh, and uh, and healthy for the most part. <laughs> uh, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> sounds fantastic. Fantastic. All right, Friday. So they start out easy. All right, all and right. then uh, yeah. So maybe you know, because we got a long off season, we got a couple more months before the season starts. Maybe in like three, four, or maybe Labor Day. Uh, or, yeah. or Memorial Day. What's the holiday right before the end of the summer? Uh, Labor I Day? Think it's Labor Day. Because you can't wear white after Labor Day okay. for some reason. So Labor Day, right? I don't know how right. far after Labor Day you can't wear white. So if I'm wearing white today, does that count? It does count. <laughs> oh, okay. But, well, you can wear white be- wait, right before, like, before Labor Day. Right before Labor Day. Okay. Right, so right you as- could do the, the next. It doesn't have to be 15. It can be as many as you'd like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I but you, you'll do the next batch and you can make me suffer. All right. Uh, first one, easy question. All right. Who is the best quarterback in the NFL? Um, I mean, you know, That's pretty what, easy you, question. You know, you know, what my answer is going to be. I think it's it's a a Ron. Oh, for fucking crying out I loud! I think it's a really. A. Ron, I think it's a a Ron Rogers. I mean, you, really? I'm, I'm sure you expect me to say Tom Brady, but I expect uh, you to say one of the better quarterbacks in the league. At least, <laughs> yeah, Dak Prescott. Oh my god! Yeah, no, it's not Dak Prescott. <laughs> that is for sure. Uh, what the fuck is up with you and Doc Prescott? Shot. Uh, <laughs> fine. This is gonna be a very difficult show to finish. Also, just like it was. You walked right into lot. that I one. Didn't, I, didn't, I didn't say anything negative about it. You could it. have just said, said no. I don't think it's Dak Prescott. Respectfully. 
Respect. I, it's a respectful. <laughs> Respectfully, sir. I don't believe. I don't believe. That's like that's like when you when you say with all due respect. With, with all due know, respect, I'm going to disrespect you, know, you right now. You know, everything after that comment <laughs> yeah. is going to be complete disrespect. It's like anything that follows with no, all I due think, respect. I think Aaron Rodgers. Seriously, yeah, Aaron Rodgers to me is the best. No, I'll take a little bit more than that. Aaron, yeah, I think, I think Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback. No. As just, I mean, in terms of the way he moves and he plays the game, baby, I'm amazed at the way <laughs> you move me all the time. I, I, I seriously, I enjoy watching the guy play football. Baby, Aaron, he hasn't accomplished as much as Tom Brady, but I definitely do enjoy watching Aaron Rodgers play football. Come to my house in I told you, I have a man crush California. on him. California. Right? Well, he's actually from California. Yeah, he's, he is from California. All right, let's do the show. And he's about my age. He is my age. He is exactly he's, your age. Yeah, he's got a nice little, you know. Was it fiance? Yeah. Good for the guy. I'm happy for the guy. Yeah, he's only got like $250 million. So I, I, it seemed like it would be difficult for him to find a fiance. Seems like he would find a better looking one. <laughs> <laughs> he, I mean, well, like, he thinks he's a smarty pants. She's a good looking girl. <laughs> he thinks for he's me. very smart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for, uh, for but if I'm Aaron Rodgers, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking at, you know, model material. Yeah, more, more okay. like a Derek Jeter type. She's a little... Um, I'm not going to say anything negative. Exactly. Let's go. <laughs> All right, so you're saying Aaron Rodgers. I think that's wrong. I am going to say Tom Brady. What are you going to say? Are you going to say Ben Roethlisberger? I won't say Ben Roethlisberger. Your, your although love he affair, comes in, he comes your love in, affair with Derek Carr. He comes in at a number two. I'm going to go with Russell Wilson. I mean, oh, Ru- I'm going to go with Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson oh. right now. I don't know if anybody listened to podcast right now. 120 or 119 or 118 or 121, 122 when it was just. Russell Wilson hate. Well, because of the way he was acting. Because of the way he was acting. The entire episode. And I was the one defending Russell Wilson the entire time, saying, you know, what a great quarterback he still is, even though he's talking shit, even though he's not handling his business the way he should have. But I'm the one defending him, and now and you were the one talking shit. And now yeah, all of a sudden, I still think he handled it poorly. He handled it poorly, but I mean, you were talking shit about him. Of course, but if and, I could, and you were saying he's overrated and all this stuff. Now all of a sudden, but if I could have any quarterback. I mean, because the only reason I don't say Tom Brady is because he's gonna he's gonna be forty four years old. Well, but it, but I mean, the guy still impresses. I mean, oh, of they, course. But I mean, what's what he, he gonna do in an offense where everything doesn't work exactly? Well, the way you want it to. When two offensive linemen go down, like like Patrick Mahomes lost both of his tackles. Yeah. What's gonna? I mean, if Tom Brady loses both of his tackles, I, I don't think they recover as well as, as the as the Chiefs did. Yeah. Well, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So I'm gonna I am gonna go with Russell Wilson. If I if I could have any quarterback starting for the Steelers that isn't named Ben Roethlisberger, or that even is named Ben Roethlisberger, I would take Ryan Tannehill. I would take <laughs> Ryan Tannehill. I would take Russell Wilson right now. You know, at his age and his skill level and his level of experience, I think Russell Wilson is probably. I'm talking about at this moment. The best quarter. Yeah, he's probably the best quarterback. I'm not available. talking about. I'm not talking about in the future. I'm just saying right now. Aaron Rodgers is the MVP of this league. He is. Let's not forget that. He was chosen the MVP of this league at this exact moment. I mean, Can three you imagine years, if Russell Wilson you know, and Devontae three Adams? Years, three years from now. Are you, are you serious? And don't put DK Metcalf in the same category as freaking Devontae he Adams. He has a please. great receiving core. But not Devontae Adams. He doesn't have the best receiver in the league on his team. Come on, Tyler Lockett? He's not the best receiver in the league. He he's He's an underrated, a very underrated receiver in the league, and he has probably be maybe the best hands in the league that's probably true yeah but that's why i'm picking uh, russell wilson are you ready for question number two friend yeah who is the best head coach in the nfl hmm. i'm gonna turn this over so you don't try to cheat 
I see your I see your I see your twenty twenty vision. You know, I like I like I like I really like Sean McVay. Oh, I, re- I really God do like. Sakes, really? I really, I really do like what Sean McVay. The underachieving Sean McVay. He's not underachieving. He had Jared Goff. Come on, look, he took Jared Goff to the yeah, fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, when Jared Goff beats Green Bay twice this year, hey, he's not. That's not going to happen. Not. <laughs> I, I, I like the way Sean McVay conducts himself. I like, I like the way he coaches that team. I mean, they've, they've, they made it to the Super Bowl. They've been in the playoffs. They missed out, I think, one time so far. He's a young coach. He has new ideas. I like Sean McVay. Yeah, you're a, I got I'm a young coach. I got <laughs> teacher. I got good ideas. I got. He does. I, I mean, look, he changed. I mean, look, he he changed the way. He's like was he, he Elon changed, Musk of head coaches? He changed exactly. He changed the way teams look at coaches. Now you see a lot of teams picking these younger coaches. Look at Arizona. Well, Cliff Kingsbury's on the hot seat. It, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, and Matt then, Nagy. Yeah, well, no, but in Detroit, what's his face? Uh, uh, the, the, what's his name from uh, Cincinnati? Yeah, well, hey, but 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 he did change the way teams look at some of these younger That's true. head coaches. That's true. Uh, we always talk about you know picking these recycling recycled these, yeah. old men. That Stefanski's been, that got a, yeah. finally got a shot, a yeah. real shot. Exactly. So I mean, you know, he 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 sort of he 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 changed the way the NFL picks their quarterbacks. Uh, I mean, the quarterbacks, right. their coaches. Sorry. I think that's true. I think that's true. Whew, I'd like to go with Mike Tomlin, but I just can't because I think that he's missing that one. Like the way, that, the way that he. Another young Halasala. Another young. <laughs> well, coach. he hasn't done anything yet. No, but they chose him because they see what the Rams did and what they've accomplished. That's just a young guy. All right. I'm going to go with Andy Reid. And, and Shanahan. Another young guy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but I think he's handling it. I think no, Shanahan, Andy Reid. Andy Reid is Shanahan is, reminds me of the new well, of the Reed. new of the new. Uh, I, I don't want to say this because I know people will get angry with me, but he reminds me of the new Bill Parcells. He has all the tools to get the job done. He has all the brain power to get the job done. He has all the schemes in his head to get the job done, but he just doesn't understand that he needs a quarterback to do it. Much like Bill Parcells never fucking understood that. Mm-hmm. The same reason he rolled Vinny Testaverde out there time and time again. And Drew Bledsoe time and time again. He still never understood he needs a top-tier quarterback to get it done. And I think Shanahan struggles from the same shortcoming. He, he does have a top quarterback. Uh, <laughs> really? Really? Eventually. Jimmy Pornhub of uh, Garoppolo. Eventually. <laughs> eventually. <laughs> but I don't disagree with you. I mean, I think, I think they should. I mean, rather than, you know... No, Andy Reid throwing is, Anthony Lynn out there to another okay, team. Andy Reid. Andy Reid is. I mean, he's been great for twenty years. I could have thrown on Belichick. I, I could have thrown up Andy Reid as well. I'm not I sure. Mean, those, those, Brady, guys, those guys. Those guys are, are are proven uh coaches for over twenty years. Yeah. But for the new guys, the new crop of coaches, I think Sean McVay, the way he goes about his business, he is. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, the only the reason best. I didn't pick Belichick is because Reid has done it in multiple locations, mm-hmm. and Belichick didn't. You know. He, well, he didn't Reed, do it. Reed won. I mean, he did, look, he, he, he did, did a his, yeah. decent job in Philly. He did a good job as a really good team. Yeah, really good team. But Belichick's only really done it with Brady. Yeah, I mean, but you have uh, you know you have, you have McNabb as your quarterback. He couldn't do it with any other quarterback over there. Uh, now he has Mahomes. He had Alex Smith for a little bit. Alex Smith also was a, a very he was he was a good quarterback. Capable. He was capable. It was very capable. Uh, but he's he's always had a pretty decent team. I mean that def- that defense that the Eagles had uh, with the defensive coordinator. Oh my god, I can't remember his name right now. Uh, not Schwartz. Uh, not Schwartz. Oh, no, back no, no, then? no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about the early 2000s. Oh my god, I can't remember his name. He was that old guy. Uh, I can't remember his name now. But I mean, he was a great yeah, defensive I, coordinator too. I mean, so uh, he's, he's always uh, had. Wasn't he also with the USC? Uh, 
for a little bit. I can't remember. I can't, who it is. I can't remember. Who it is. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's. 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 Uh, he was a class guy too. Was it Kiffin? Was it? No, 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 no. Can't remember then. All right. Uh, yeah. And another. Yeah. They also went in that in that documentary. They went through all of the talent that that Buddy Ryan squandered during mm. the time <laughs> that he was there. Everybody. Like they went through that defense that they had, and it was like, wow. I didn't yeah. realize they had that good of a defense that he completely fucked it up. Uh, here the questions are getting a little tougher now. If you were not a fan of the Eagles, uh, or for me the Steelers, if you were not a fan of the Eagles, Fanny, uh, what would be your favorite NFL team? Uh, my favorite team would be the Steelers. Actually, Ben, uh, you know, easy question. I should have. Yeah, got no, no. My, my, I mean, because you know, my dad. Um, no, I'll like, say the Eagles, and we'll have a we'll have a well, big no, no, hug, no, and then no, we'll no, get no, back no. to I'm, the I'm, I'm, You can choose whoever you want to choose. <laughs> you can choose whoever you want to choose. Uh, but for me, it is the Steelers. I mean, the Steelers. I always, I also always have rooted for the Steelers, and secondary to them has been the Green Bay Packers. Uh, but the Steelers are, uh, you know, a, a team that I root for because my dad rooted for uh, the Steelers when he came to this country in the seventies. You know, that was the strongest team at the time. Thank God he didn't gravitate towards the Cowboys because they were also a very good, yeah, strong team at the time. Uh, but, you know, that's the reason I also uh, hold the Steelers near and dear to my heart. And I, I don't I never root against them unless they're playing against the Eagles. Yeah, I'd probably and I and I would probably go. I would like to go with the Seahawks, but the Seahawks, this is a temporary situation that they have here with Pete Carroll and, and Russell Wilson. They don't have a big, long history of being above average or or very good and I don't know that they will after those two guys leave mm-hmm. the organization. So it would probably come down to the Bears uh which would be a tough team to root for or the Eagles. But I'll go with the Eagles. Uh, Only because my dad's from Pennsylvania. Yeah, we'll hug after the show. We'll hug, we'll hug, <laughs> we'll after, hug the after the show. <laughs> but it, I mean I have a legitimate, you know, my dad my dad was from Pennsylvania, could have just as easily been a uh an Eagle fan at well he wasn't from Pennsylvania, but he you know, was a Steeler fan and went to school in Pennsylvania. Uh, could have been, uh, but it's funny a though. Philadelphia fan. It's funny though because you know people that live in Pennsylvania. If you're a Steelers fan or a Pittsburgh fan, they I mean they hate each other. They don't like each other, even though they barely ever play each other. And they're on they're in different sides of the state. exactly. They they play in completely different conferences. I mean, you know, it's it's like. I don't, I don't understand the hate between those teams. Blue-collar town, yeah. man. We care yeah. about our football, and we don't I, care about yeah. any other football. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Bills fans, same way. Yeah. All right, fine. They're going to get a little bit harder. If you could meet one active NFL player, who would it be? This is the dating game now. <laughs> that's uh, that's a good question, Takes actually. Takes Brent Selleck off the board. Yeah, he's 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 not. <laughs> he's off the he's board. Not, he's not he's playing not right now. Um. But I would say, I mean, being an Eagles Eagles player, obviously, it'd probably be Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, not Travis really? Kelsey, Jason Kelsey, Jason Ke- Just, a center. I mean, look, I mean, he's played with the Eagles his entire life. I mean, his entire he's career isn't ever since he was born. Ever since he learned was, how to walk, and he rechanged those diapers. He's like, yeah. I don't do the poop diapers. <laughs> I'll do the pee diapers. Yeah, but he seems like such an awesome dude in the community. He just seems like one of those guys. Either him or Grunk. Him or Grunk. You know, I'd want to meet either one of those guys. Uh, you know, Gronkowski is the kind of guy that you want to party with. Kelsey is the kind of guy you just want to hang out and chill with. Maybe play some PlayStation or something. You know, but I mean, both That's a those good one. both That's those guys one. are really good human beings that you'd want to do maybe two different things. If you want to get crazy and party in Vegas, yeah, Gronk. Yeah, yeah. If you just want to hang out and chill, you got Kelsey. That's a tough one for me. And that's a this is a tough one. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I could say TJ Watt. I'm gonna go with Antonio Brown. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Antonio Brown 
Because I would love... That's a shot. I would love... That's a shot. All right, You're saying something shot. positive about... Right. That's a, that was another part of the drinking <laughs> game. The drinking and game. out of all of I the players... something nice. I mean, maybe you like gummy dicks, Ben. I don't know. But I'm surprised <laughs> I, that you would say Antonio I like gummy Brown anything. out of... All, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger, you would want to hang out... I mean, Ben I know. I know Ben Roethlisberger. I grew up with guys like that. <laughs> hunting, fishing, and that whole thing. Especially when they have money, they get even more annoying when they have money to buy nice hunting stuff. Uh, I just want to know what makes him tick. Yeah, well, like I want to know what is in that guy's head, like the the the, the career that he's what had. What makes him tick? Gummy dick. What you, what you did with the Steelers, how you exited all the, the the crime spree, for lack of a better descriptor, the civil penalties, and then you completely turned it around after that shit show with the Raiders, and then that one game or two with the Patriots, and then you fucked that up too. But somehow that was the last person. I Bruce Arians and everyone, and, and somehow Tom Brady well, has you. got you. Let's do this show. Yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna sound like I did a few <laughs> podcasts ago, or like in the last podcast. <laughs> oh, it's disgusting. I just want to know how one what makes him tick before, but how did he turn this around? Like, how did he become a model citizen? Oh, finish his probation early? Uh, was I, it I, Tom Brady? Was it an influence? What was it? I think it's because age. he has had such a wacky career. Like, if Randy Moss were still playing, I'd probably say Randy Moss. Like, how yeah. did you go from throwing $100 bills out of your glove box <laughs> in the parking lot at Minnesota at a reporter saying, you ain't got no money, I got all this, to, to like, being who you yeah, are today? I, th- I think it just comes with age, you know, just looking back at what you did when you were a kid. I mean, you know, when, when you're when you're in your Or tw- Marshawn Lynch would be up there. Too I mean, when you're, when you're in your 20s, you don't realize how young you are. I mean, when you're in your 20s and you're making millions of dollars, you think you know everything. You, you think you know the world. But, you know, once you get into your 30s, late 30s, mid 30s, I think you start understanding things a little bit differently. You understand how young you were at that time. And, you know, I, I, with myself, I was never a crazy fucking dude. But, I mean, just understand. I know you weren't. Yeah. yeah I mean, you, would, you would have ran probably screaming away from me and my friends when I was a kid. I, well, like, in upstate So you want to jump off that in, upstate, in the dark? In upstate, drunk? You want to jump off New that York, cliff right now into the water? In upstate New York when your front tire is coming <laughs> off in front of your car. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't want to hang out with you. But, I mean, it's, 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 I mean, you, you tell kids these days that think they're old in their, you know, early 20s or mid 20s, you tell them, dude, you're young and they don't understand that until you get a little bit older. And I think that's where, you know, Antonio Brown was in his late 20s, early 30s. He's still there, but I yeah. think he's, he's starting to come around. He's starting to mature and guys mature slowly. much later than uh, than the ladies do. Yeah, give them money, they mature even more slowly than Exactly, that. exactly. If I was making as much as these guys, I'd probably... <laughs> I'd never mature. I'd be throwing gummy dicks right now <laughs> out of the window of my car. You'd be like lobbing mortar shells at the people that are lighting off fireworks right now. You'd be like, okay, what house is it? All right. Yeah, actually, I, you know, they, they actually do a pretty good job of, of, of uh, you know, self-control. Yeah, I mean, that's what actually... I mean, that's one of the great things about athletics, I think, and about professional athletics especially, is that, Whereas in the culture right now, you make one mistake, you say one wrong thing, yeah. and if you're not very important, like if someone else isn't making money off of you, you're you're done. You're mm-hmm. like you're sent off into the trash bin of history, and no one wants to talk to you anymore. But in athletics, because because someone like Antonio Brown, people w- want his talent. You get to see them go through that maturation process. Mm-hmm. Whereas if he worked, you know, at my place of employment or your place of employment and they do all this and they did this kind of stuff they'd just be fired and you'd never hear them exactly you'd never, yeah. and they might actually never be able to turn it around mm-hmm. but in 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 professional athletics and and these types of endeavors you actually get to see them like josh gordon just applied to be reinstated 
mm-hmm. and maybe he'll have a great season and you'll never get suspended again and he'll play three, four more years and that'll be the end of his career. But yep. but you get to see these guys actually mature and fix their, well, not all of them, but most of them fix yeah. their, their issues. Uh, are you ready, Friday? Let's move on. If you could visit just one NFL stadium, oh, not your on. own stadium. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, come on. This is an easy one. What would it be? Um, and I'm not going to... I'm not going to say SoFi because that's pretty easy because it's right down. It's not that far away. I mean, I would like to. Oh, and I got us a parking spot, by the way, if we want to go to a game. So we don't have to pay $150 to park. I got a free parking spot right down the road. Yeah, nice. Uh, Yeah, but I mean, SoFi Stadium looks just like it's an amazing looking stadium. Uh, You know, it's definitely someplace that I'll go and visit. But, uh, you know, that's 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 too easy. Um, uh, Let's see. Out of all of the stadiums, I mean, Heinz Field is a very nice looking field. And you know, obviously, I root for for the Pittsburgh Steelers just behind the Eagles. But it's not going to be, behind but <laughs> yeah, but that, that would also be too easy for me too. So I would say uh, the new stadium in Atlanta. That I mean, really? just, just 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 to visit it, Mercedes Benz, the Mercedes Benz, yeah, whatever it is, Mercedes Benz, because the dome is in it, New, Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans. This is the Mercedes Benz. I don't know. Uh, I think there's like three of them in the NFL yeah. now. But I mean, it's it's that's a nice fucking stadium. It's not just the one is in Las Vegas. That one with the with the with the dome that opens up like a rose. See? I mean, that is a nice looking stadium. Yeah. And the only reason I want to visit it is because it looks so fucking nice. And I I knew it. This is actually a, I said this would be a little personal. Yeah. This is actually an example of our the differences in our personality. <laughs> Whereas if if I'm Franny is stocking up and furnishing his new condo. Whereas if I were doing that right now, I'd be at thrift stores <laughs> and estate sales, looking for kitschy old stuff, like stuff with some character. And Franny's like, nope, clean lines, <laughs> yep. brand new. Nobody ever touched it before. So yeah. I'm going to go with Lambeau Field. Well, Lambeau Field, I mean, it's just I don't because know, it's, it's old, rundown. it's gritty, rundown. it's original. It's what I'm, you know, what I used to deal with when I was a kid. So I would go with Lambeau Field because I've never yeah. been there, and it has that real football yeah. energy to it, as opposed That's to true. going to uh, a no, mall, it just, a just, mall that happens to have a football stadium. It just in it. looks nice, and the the hot dogs are cheap, beer is cheap, thanks to the owner over there. Oh, you can get like yeah, a beer. Yeah, you can get a beer for like four bucks. You can get a hot dog for like two bucks or something. So you know, I kudos to him. Much respect. Yeah, to him. they did that at Dodger Stadium, but then so, they, but then he, they changed it. Now you, now you got to pay. Yeah, he got that new stadium, the brand new shiny stadium built, but then it's cheap to buy, you know, drinks and food over there, which is unlike any other stadium yeah. where it's like fucking ten dollars for a Budweiser. Yeah, the even the more anti the anti Staple Center. I remember the yeah. first time I went to the Staple Center was <laughs> it was literally like fifteen years ago, and the beers were ten bucks. Yeah, and that was fifteen years ago. Yeah, I don't even. I know don't what they know are what now. they are now. But yeah, Atlanta for me, Lambeau Field. For you. Next question. If you could relocate one NFL team, what team would it be and to where? The, and don't say back to San Diego. That's what I was going to say. I would <laughs> relocate the Chargers. <laughs> the easiest. <laughs> I was, and also send the Raiders back to Oakland while we're at it. <laughs> Might as well. No, but actually, Oakland was a that, I mean, that was a dump where they were playing. If they had a new stadium, they'd move it back to Oakland. But that was a, that was a dump. Uh, but no, I definitely moved the San Diego Chargers back to San Diego. Back to San Diego. <laughs> because right, I will that's always an easy one. I will always refer to them as the San Diego Chargers. All right. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna take the Jacksonville Jaguars, a team that never should have been. They shouldn't have been ever. They should have never had a team. Existed. They should have never existed in the first place. It was a mistake when they came into the league. Same with Carolina. 
Um, but I'm going to take the Jacksonville Jaguars and move them to Wembley. And I am going to move. No, I'm not going to move <laughs> them across the pond. I am going to move the Jacksonville Jaguars to. <laughs> you wrote this question. Uh, you know, but now that I'm thinking about the location, and I'm going to move them to Sioux City, Iowa. <laughs> I'm going to move them yeah. to the Dominican Sioux City, Iowa. Yeah, Sioux. Because those are the kind of places that deserve NFL. LA's got enough. New York's got enough. San Francisco's got enough. Miami's got enough. Go. I mean, they love their they love their Hawkeyes. They love their their football in the Midwest. I'm going to take them. I'm gonna. I'll send it to Sioux City or maybe Lincoln, Nebraska. One of those two. Let's just move them to Helena, Montana, <laughs> <laughs> or Wyoming. Actually, I wouldn't mind moving them to whatever the biggest city yeah, in Wyoming is, where they couldn't fill the stadium. Okay. The whole well, uh, Buffalo fills the stadium. There's only three hundred thousand people yeah, there. But it's New York State, though. Well, yeah, but the people aren't driving from like four four hours away. They're you know, sure most you, of the people there. You were there. Uh, we used to go to one game a year when I lived upstate. But yeah, when I lived well, in Buffalo, I went to eight games. Exactly. A year. But when I lived upstate, we went to one game a year. Yeah, well, they have the college right there where I'm sure a lot of... Uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, the they got a big college co- there. Yeah, well, whatever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> San Diego, I'm moving to San Diego. Go back to San Diego. Yeah, go back we don't to want San Diego. Take the Clippers go with you. Go back to San Diego. <laughs> move the Clippers and nobody wants them here. It'll be like, we should have a rally at SoFi. Go back to San Diego where <laughs> yeah. you came from. You San Diegans. <laughs> you San Diegans. We don't want you here. Bro. That's a, that'd be on my side. taking jobs from It'd LA be, football players. Bro. B R O O O O O. Move back. Go drink some IPAs down there and have some crap. With Chad. <laughs> With Chad. <laughs> All right, Friday. Who is your have a beer or scotch with NFL player? Uh, I think we kind of answered that. We did, but yeah, this yeah. is a, the, the other ones you could just meet them. I don't want to have a beer yeah. with Antonio Brown. No, okay. But, but, I don't I want mean, Antonio Brown to have any man, alcohol while I'm uh, with him. I mean, I think Gronkowski still, man. I, I, I wish we had this guy on, on the podcast. I mean, Gronkowski just seems like one of those dudes they just want to go have a drink with. But not only a drink. Oh, for sure. It starts with one drink. Many drinks. But then it starts, <laughs> after that, it, it's like it, it's like a you know a, a party in Vegas. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. So you're going to go with Gronk? I'll be with Gronk. <sighs> Might have a beer with player. This is a, this is a, this is a tougher question. Yeah. Because I don't want to. You wrote it. these questions. I, I know, but I didn't want to answer. I'm like them. I didn't want to answer them. them. I'm like answering them right. I didn't want to answer them beforehand though, because that would be unfair. <laughs> I don't want to have a beer with Antonio Brown, but I do want to pick his brain sober. Uh, have a beer with player. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, uh, I don't think T.J. Watt drinks. Uh, Has to be an active player. This is a this is a tougher question. This is a tougher question for the person that wrote the question. I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers. Oh my god! I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers because I think drinking with Aaron Rodgers, getting him off his game a little bit, I'd be able to figure out what makes him tick. Okay, I'm okay. going to go with Aaron Rodgers. Okay, because okay. he's smart. He's a little petulant, but he is smart, and I'd like to be able to like drink, smoke a cigar with him. And really sort of get into his brain a little bit more. So you're talking about drinking. I'm not talking about sitting back and drinking and having cigars. I'm talking about drinking and let's let's fucking go party. Yeah, yeah. But that's what yeah. I mean. I, I Aaron s- Rodgers doesn't seem like the kind of guy to go party. Well, not well, but now. he's going to have to if he's with me. Not now with uh, with with uh, what's her name? His his fiance. With his fiance and his you know petulant contract from, uh, pulled out. But from, I would like to hear him from Divergent or Allegiant or Wherever whatever he's from uh, whatever movie she was in. Uh, the Purge. 
<laughs> the purge. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Aaron Rodgers on that one. I got two Aaron Rodgers in there. I know, seriously, you, you love the guy more than I do. Well, I just want to. I want to, but I, I mean, this is more like curious. Like, how would he be if he was drinking? Could uh-huh. I get some information out of him? No, probably not. Uh, next question: What He'd probably team? Be getting answers out of you? Yeah, <laughs> be like, well, how do you feel? Sorry. How do you he's, feel? He's, he's, I'd be crying. He advocates. I'd be like for, crying. He at advocates the bar. for mental health. This is he get into your mind. <laughs> it would end up with me in therapy, crying <laughs> on his shoulder outside the bar. You'd have like a couch that you'd be laying back on, and he'd be taking notes. <laughs> I'd be like, like I'd have is, some kind of mental health breakthrough while I was with him. This is not how I expected this to happen. <laughs> what team, other than the Steelers or Eagles, would you like to see win the Super Bowl this year? Not the Steelers or the Eagles. Uh, I would say the Buffalo Bills. I want to see the Bills. Want to make you want to shout. shout. That's that's who I want to see win the Super Bowl. If it's not the Eagles, if it's not the Steelers, if it's not the Seahawks, I want to see the Buffalo Bills win one because, God, that's so terrible to go the to. The Bills make me want to shout. Kick your heels up and shout. Throw your hands up and shout. Throw your head back and shout. Yeah, I mean, four straight yeah, Super Bowls. Me too. Go I'm going to go with the Bills also. They go to the AFC Championship this this year, and they think they're right on the cusp of going to the Super Bowl, and they don't make it. But, man, that, I mean, that's got to be excruciating to go to yeah. four straight. Like, like Cleveland fans, they deserve it. Yeah. No, no, they don't. But, uh, you know, for the – I mean, it's it's it's, it's – um, it's like the Eagles going to four straight NFC Championship games and just not making it over the hump. They went to the Super Bowl and lost that one. But, but that's even worse for the Buffalo Bills to yeah. go to four. Straight Super Bowls and, and lose all four of them, and I was win. there for two of them. Yeah, that that I want to see them win at least one. And yeah. if, they, if it was next year, I hope it's them. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bills also because I expect you know, might. I love those fans. Some of the best fans in the NFL, hands down. Uh question number nine, Centerfield nine. If the Steelers or Eagles could trade, well, my Steelers, your Eagles could trade for one player this year, <laughs> which player would that be? Uh, don't say Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I won't say it. I should have said no. I'm reading the question. And you don't have it. I could have said other than a quarterback. I mean, that's that's who I would like. I mean, that'd be great. I mean, I would not mind. Russell Wilson, not Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Really, Aaron Rodgers. Really, I mean, for two years, I would like to see if, if really if the Eagles get him for two years. I would like to see what Aaron Rodgers could do with the Eagles for two years. Yes. All right, Aaron Rodgers. It is. If we could trade for one player, I'm going to go. We got our running game. (laughs) You don't know that yet. You don't know that yet. If we could trade, our defense is solid. We got Ben Roethlisberger. If we could trade for one player, it would be. Actually, that's not that's not a bad that's not a bit. I'm going to go with Derrick Henry. You, you wrote these questions. I'm going to go. I was going to go with Devontae I mean, Adams. These questions are yours. But I'm like to get and, back. Well, Devontae Adams is not as good as he seems to be with the Green Bay Packers. The reason he is as good as he is is because his quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. Maybe. If he went anywhere else. If we didn't have Najee Harris, I would go with. Uh, I would go with Henry. But actually, you know what? Remember gonna, how great Randall Cobb used to be? Yeah, I'm going to go exactly. with Henry, though. I'm going to go with Henry simply because the Steelers have to get back to Ben Roethlisberger throwing the ball no more than 25 times a game. Mm-hmm. They've got to get back to running the ball, eating clock, at getting a lead, and holding on to that lead with Jerome Bettis running the ball down someone's throat at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Question 10. If we could have one NFL player on our show as a guest, who would it be? A guest on the show? Yeah. Charles Barkley. <laughs> no, NFL oh, player. Oh, NFL player. Okay, I didn't hear that part. <laughs> we, I was looking at Instagram for a second <laughs> yeah, there. We, uh, one who, NFL uh, 
uh, uh, President uh, Emmanuel <laughs> Macron? <Could> we... <laughs> That's the last person. Oh, fuck it, Macron. Um, Can we have uh, Angela Merkel? Man, fuck on her show? too. Um, Can we have whoever the president of Croatia is on the and show? Fuck him too. Uh, no, I would have never have a politician on the show, unless it's Charles Barkley <laughs> as have, the mayor uh, or Lance, Lance Armstrong on the show, is or a governor, <laughs> or a governor of governor Alabama. Can we, uh, we get Lance Armstrong on the show for any chance? The NFL player on the show. Uh, is that's, Gene Simmons that's available a good for Kiss? one. Actually, I would love. I, I mean, I respect Tom Brady so much that I would like Tom Brady on the show. I don't disagree. I mean, that's I like disagree. the top guy yeah. out of all the people in the NFL. That's shot the one of the guy. week. He has to take the shot. He has yeah. to take the booze. And he drinks. We yeah. saw what he did in the party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't in drink a lot, parade. clearly, mm-hmm. uh, because he didn't handle his booze particularly well. during. That was his like coming out party for like, fuck it, man. Seven Super Bowls. I don't even give a shit now. Yeah, I'm done. Uh, yeah, so Tom Brady, that's a good choice. That's a very good choice. That's my choice. Uh, who would I go with uh, as a guest on the show? One NFL player. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna I'll go with Ben Roethlisberger. I will go with Ben Roethlisberger. That would be nice because I, I would just I would like, like to, to hear him, him explain himself <laughs> after 17 seasons not going back to the championship game in quite a number of years now, and clearly not being as willing to adapt and sort of slow the game down. But I would really like to hear what Ben Roethlisberger has to say coming up on the end of his career. Finally, back on the Instagram again. All right. <laughs> no, I mean, I would definitely, I, mean, I, I would prefer Tom Brady, but as a secondary option, Ben Roethlisberger, sure. All right, question 11. If you could change the name of one NFL team, what team would it be and to what name? Uh, You know, I think the Tennessee Titans has always been a stupid name. I mean, I don't, I mean, it just sounds like a, a team like from, uh, you know, like from the XFL or something like that. You know, it doesn't sound like an NFL team. Uh, I would call them like the. I play in Nashville, I think. Yeah. The Tennessee Tantrums. No, I, was gonna, <laughs> Tennessee I, would call, tantrums. I would call them the, the, the Tennessee Hammers or something like that. I don't know. Something, something, I, just the Titans doesn't. Well, it's Music City. It's, yeah, it's all of that yeah, stuff. The Tennessee, uh, I don't know. Something, something banjos? Like that. Not banjos. That sounds pretty <laughs> terrible, Tennessee too. Tennessee banjos. The Tennessee Hammers. I don't know. I, I, I can't. That's a something tough one. Something better than something that came out of an 80s movie. Exactly. Like, like Clash of the Titans. Exactly. Like some ridiculous it, it doesn't sound right. I don't know. I mean, I like their logo and everything. I like the colors. The scheme looks very nice, but it just never really, it just never really seemed NFL-like, you know? I would go with a different name. I'm not sure exactly what, because I mean, you know, there, there, there are multiple names. Well, I guess Washington is also a pretty good choice right there, but that was pretty obvious. But the Tennessee Titans just never felt very NFL-like, but Tennessee something. I would change the name to something yeah, yeah. else. Yeah. And I me, just don't I'm know gonna, what. I'm going to go with the Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals. Well, the reason, I mean, the Bengals ter- have a history. They do have a history, but terrible name, terrible uniforms. Yeah. But the reason they did it, though, was because I think of uh, the Browns owner, was the same owner, I guess, when he was his ownership was taken away from the Browns, if yeah. I'm not mistaken, and then he created another team, and so they had the same similar color scheme, and I think he was trying to think of a name where he can t- sort of still use that color scheme with a different name, 
Yeah, and I think that's, that's kind of why. That's how they I, I think I think name. that's why the Bengals actually became the Bengals, and, a and terrible that's why name, terrible uniforms. That's why the Bengals also have orange helmets, but with black stripes. It's something oh, okay. like that. It was I didn't know that. It was something like that. It was. It was. Some, there's some weird history behind it, and it's something like that. I'm not sure. It's pretty close though. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know what I would go with. You know, for the team name. Uh, but I, I mean, definitely something that's more in line with the personality of. That area, Cincinnati and Ohio. Uh, but I, I, yeah, same with you. I don't know what the name change would be, but I would change the Bengals to something else and change those uniforms in their entire. Yeah, we could call them Cincinnati Cincy's. <laughs> Cincinnati Cincy's or the Cincinnati. <laughs> Just like the, the Texans. You know, Cincinnati. <laughs> Something, something has to do with, you know, the grit of, of that city, but the Bengals just doesn't fit. Like the Browns fits. Like the Browns oh, yeah. means nothing, well, really. But well, it's, it's like the, we're the Browns. Yeah, but that was also the, the, the owner's last name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, actually, you're right. Sorry. Uh, next up, who is your all time? And please fucking don't say Aaron Rodgers. Who is your all time favorite NFL player? Easy question. I mean, you know who my favorite player is. I mean, I, I'm going to have to say Brent Selleck. I'm going to say Brent Selleck. I mean, I know he's 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 one of those a nondescript guys. tight end out of nowhere. Exactly, but he he what I respected is he always gave his all because he wasn't gifted physically. I mean, you know, he's not the fastest guy. He didn't have the greatest. Actually, had pretty good hands too. But you know, he always gave 110. percent He was a great blocker too. He was a, he was an excellent blocker. He was a good tight end. But he always gave 110%. He played his entire career with the Eagles, and he won a Super Bowl with them. And I'm so happy for the guy to do that. Uh, but I have to say Brent Selleck. Brent Selleck. Okay. Good yeah. answer. I, mean, I, had, I had a there's, feeling. There's, there's a lot of guys out there that feeling. I can choose. But, I mean, like you said, nondescript. Nobody would expect anybody to say Brent Selleck. But I respect the guy 110%. I'm going to go with Heinz Ward. Yeah, that's a good one, too. You know, receiver for the Steelers. Same kind of player. Overplayed his ability. Overplayed his height. Overplayed his skill set, overplayed his speed, uh, should be in the Hall of Fame, uh, played with grit, integrity, blocked, hit, did everything he needed to do, especially in uh, in that Super Bowl against the, I want to say the Cardinals. You know, he just was everything an NFL player should be mm-hmm. and it continues to be to and this also, day. And also, also, secondary, Larry Fitzgerald. Larry oh, Fitzgerald. Sure. He might be coming back. Yeah, I mean, Larry Fitzgerald. Might the, be time the, to keep the, your brain the career, the career that he's had. You know, for as long as he's played, and the type of of person that he is, same team, a, a same team, and just an, just an amazing human being. Yeah, for sure. That's our pick together. That's mm-hmm. our together pick. Yes, it is. Friday, if you could force the sale of one NFL team, get rid of the owner from one NFL team, what team would it be? Raiders. <laughs> that's that's an easy Sorry, one. Mark these Davis. Aren't, these aren't these aren't getting Sorry, hard. Mark these Davis. are getting easier actually. Well, it could have been a, you know could have been Jeffrey Lurie. No, it could have been a lot of different. No, guys. Jeffrey Lurie has done. I mean, he's done a good job with the Eagles. I mean, I mean Jeffrey Lurie. The Eagles have found a lot of success under Jeffrey yeah, Lurie. Taken away from the Davis family. But I mean, look, they won three Super Bowls. But ever since then, they've been a shit show. And it's time to take control away from the Davis family. I, I think it's time to sell that team and give it to a better owner that knows how to handle a team. Interesting. Okay. All right. I'm going to go with, yeah, I'm going to go with the Browns and Jimmy Haslam. I just think he's a terrible owner. I mean, the Browns, they've stepped it up. Yeah, recently. But I mean, if you watch it. The Raiders haven't stepped it up in a long time. (laughs) If you watch any, I mean, the the quarterbacks, the bad draft picks, the bad decision-making, the coaching and the revolving door with the coaches and the impossible, you know, attempts to get a decent coach, a decent general manager, 
ever since they went back to Cleveland and they fired the folks that came over from San Francisco. It has just been a crap show. By all accounts, the guy doesn't have any idea what he's doing. Bring Belichick in. Fire Bill Belichick. Mm -hmm. You know, just, you know, a lot of bad decision making from that particular owner. So I'm going to go with the Browns and Haslam. Uh, Number 14. If you could wholesale change one NFL uniform, what would it be? Um, who has a terrible looking jersey? There's a lot of them out there. Titans, there's actually there's the actually Bengals. there's actually some pretty good ones out there. I mean, I actually I don't I don't mind the Bengals. I, I like the Bengals Ugh. orange, yellow, oh, and the stripes on it. I, I think they look pretty nice actually. Um, I would say the current Jets uniform. Uh, well, I, pr- I prefer the old. Basically, I prefer the old yeah, school. I, I like yeah. the old school look. I'm not a fan of this glossy, you know, darker green that almost resembles the Eagles green. Oh, they're, they're, it's getting a little close to the Eagles color. Yeah, no, I mean, well, I, I, I prefer the older, sort of lighter green color. Um, I, I would change the Jets uniform back to what they had before. Even their their um, their logo with the jet that actually had the little plane yeah, tail yeah. on it. You know, I like that too. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like you? the old. I actually like the ones with the little circle with the with the Jets in it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, like when Favre was right there. Now. Yeah, but I mean, I like I like that old Jets with the with the plain tail. Agreed. Okay, I am going to go with the Carolina Panthers. They were ugly at the beginning. I like the Panthers. They are actually, ugly now. I like that powder blue. Get rid of it. I love powder blue. It, it, UCLA. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's not UCLA. <laughs> the helmets are bad. The uniforms are bad. Just change that uniform, simplify it, modernize it, do whatever you got to do. Either make it old school or make it new school, but do something with that uniform. That uniform, it's terrible to watch it. You can't take it seriously. All right, finally, last question. If you could change or implement one rule change, what would it be? Um, Helicopter flying overhead. I would say the current kickoff rule is pretty stupid where, you know, the kickoff team can't run forward until the ball, ball is, is kicked, kicked. Um, because I mean the defense is already set where they are and it, it, it gives a huge advantage to the team that's receiving the ball over the team that's kicking the ball so that's something that I would definitely change I mean that and also uh, you know the overtime rules too are a little funky how would you change it I, I you know I kind of like the way college does it I, I you know I like where you take it from what is it twenty five yeah from the twenty five yard line everybody and, gets and, a chance yeah I, actually I, I don't mind that at all yeah I don't disagree with that what would I change one rule change in the NFL man I didn't even <laughs> you wrote these I know you, I did I did I'm coming up with these so, things so, off the off the top of my head last well you but you're also answering them first so you're stealing yeah, yeah, yeah. you're stealing well, you can use the same ones you're I stealing mean. some of my I would change the overtime rule either back to sudden death. Back, back to actual sudden death, or uh, implement, like you said, something that look, you know, similar to what they have in college, because no other sport does it the way the NFL does it, right? Uh-huh. In the NBA, you got five minutes. They, you know, at the end of five minutes, who's, who's ever ahead wins the game, tie, you go to another five minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Soccer, same thing. When you get thirty minute period, thirty minute period, yeah, and, and then it goes know, to penalties after that. It goes if to it's penalties, tied, but at least you get you know an, an equal opportunity to win the game. Uh, baseball, you go to extra innings. If the team scores in the top of the inning, the team still has an opportunity in the bottom of the inning to yep. try to score. Yep. So I think the NFL either has to go back to just sudden death, whoever scores first, 
you know, wins a game, but I, but I would prefer that they, that they do something similar to college where both teams have an opportunity to compete to win the game because it's just not, it's not sudden death doesn't seem to be fair to me either, but, but the way that they do it now with the touchdown wins and the field goal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just like they're trying to be different in mm-hmm. a way. They're trying to like it's better than it was before. I mean, you know, I, I, with the sudden death, I actually I like the fact that the team gets the second chance, but I still like the college rules a little bit more, where you kind of have the ball at the same yard line and you have a chance to score. And it's way. not that often, right? Yeah. I mean, the NFL is so worried about the team, the game running beyond three hours, mm-hmm. but we don't get that many overtime games yeah, no. in the NFL, and now we still get a tie from time to time. Mm-hmm. So why not give both teams an opportunity and it's better football because you're really trying to score because you know the opponent's going to get it. Like even now, like, the, you know, teams play it safe, kick the field goal. You know, if they can't score a touchdown, they can go down and try to kick the field goal, hoping that the other team. So there's still it brings in a defensiveness mm-hmm. and conservative play. And I don't think you'd get as much of that yeah. if you implemented it. Friday, that's it for our 15 questions. Wow. You're going to do the ones at Labor Day. All right. All right. What do you think of our inaugural 15 questions? I liked it. Really bad, I really like that. All right. That was a lot of fun. I figured there weren't that many yeah. NFL news stories. What's next up on the big board? Uh, next up, Ben, is a shout-out to our new and loyal listeners out there. Yes, thank you all to our new listeners, as well as our loyal listeners that have been with us for a long time. We love each and every one of you. Since 2018, we have been a show about football fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. And since you're listening, please consider heading to our website, thirstygold.buzzproud.com, or search Thirstygold Podcast on the web. Subscribe, rate, and review the show. Please tell a friend, a family member, a coworker, a stranger. That is your homework assignment. Just tell one person about the show. Tell that Cowboy fan <laughs> that you see at Total Wine, I know you're a Cowboy fan. I'm an Eagle fan. Let's spread the love and listen to Thurston Gold Podcast so we can all be football fans together and not hate each other so much. Right. You can also check us out on Pandora, Audible, Amazon Music, as well as every podcatcher in the universe. Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up, Ben. Feel good story. All right, folks, hold tight. We'll be right back with our feel-good story. All right, and we are back with our feel-good story. Bam, I'm sure you have the lead-in music for our feel-good story. Of course. Oh, yeah. It's not as good as the Bill song. Yeah, no, no, no. Nothing's as good as that Bill song. Can we hear that Bill song one more time, Ben? Let's find that Bill song so our fans can hear it. The Bills make me wanna shout. Kick your heels up and shout. Throw your hands up and shout. Throw your head back and shout. Come on now, the Bills will make it happen now. I mean, it's no Fly Eagles Fly, but nah, it'll, it'll, not but it'll even, do. Not even close. <laughs> All right, Steelers, here we go. <laughs> All right, Friday, this week on our feel-good story, we have... A little-known NFL player. I don't think he played for very long in the NFL. This is from Watsonville, California, K-I-O-N. Recent Cabrillo College graduate and former homeless person, Thomas Alejandrez from Watsonville, says a kind gesture during his darkest times that helped him to get to the path of success came from an unlikely place. He comes from a lifetime of drug use, drug abuse, and poverty, but says it was during his time panhandling on the streets of Fresno County that he was approached by a man who offered him a cup of coffee and spent some time with him. That man turned out to be former Detroit Lions linebacker Zach Follett. After years apart and weeks of trying to track him down, Alejandro has finally got his chance to thank Follett. 
Alejandro says his addiction to drugs started early on, and it led him to being on the streets. After sleeping by dumpsters, being assaulted by other homeless individuals, nearly landing himself behind bars, and even finding out he is HIV positive, Alejandro says he never thought his life would change for the better. It was ultimately his father, Monaco Alejandrez, who took him off the streets and pushed for him to get into treatment and on to college. However, Follett also played a role. Follett tells K-I-O-N he was driving through the streets of Fresno one night, as one is apt to do, uh, when he spotted a homeless man standing alone with a cardboard sign. He returned the next day, offering, a, offering him a drink, and thus Alejandrez and Follett began sharing their stories with each other. It brings tears to my eyes when I think about his perseverance, because when I saw him on the corner that day, he was in pretty bad shape. I was just able to bring him a cup of coffee and love on him, says Follett. Alejandra says Follett helped him more ways than one. He took me to Nordstrom's Rack. People were kind of looking at me, snickering a little bit, but he told me not to pay attention to them and just get whatever I needed. So I got shoes, underwear, socks. I was like in heaven, Alejandra says. Alejandra says one of the one of the items he is most grateful for is a laptop, laptop Follett purchased when he found out Alejandra would be returning to school. He recently graduated with multiple degrees and was accepted to several renowned California universities including UC Santa Cruz, which he has chosen to attend. That's the laptop I typed all my essays that helped me get into these three UCs and my $20,000 scholarship that I won. Without that laptop, I wouldn't have had the resources to do my homework at home, says Alejandrez. Alejandrez says his, says his time in rehab and school is what caused them to lose touch. Follett says he was overcome with joy when Alejandrez caught up to tell him how far he's come. That little voice inside, inside your head when you see a homeless person that says, don't give them money, they're just going to buy drugs. If anything, that it sh- what it showed me is like how God can use any somebody who just says yes, says Follette. Follette is now the owner of Cup of Joy Coffee House in a few locations, including the Fresno area. He says he hopes their story will inspire others, inspire others mm-hmm. to spread kindness. Frane, what say you about Nick Follette yeah. not judging a book by its cover? That's when pre- many of the books <laughs> are pretty dirty covers. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, the inside's you know. the same as the cover. <laughs> No, but I mean that—that's—that's a pretty amazing story right there. Yeah, I mean, especially here in LA, where we have uh, you know a huge homeless crisis. I mean, it seems like there's you know tents all over the streets, and not all because there are not all over, but you know quite a few areas of the city. No, 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 of course not. They kick them out of there, (laughs) but they don't kick them out of any other part of the city, though. Like you know, um, uh, Venice, or you know, I mean, even even you know around uh, around here. I mean, there are certain streets where you have you know um, tents that are. Uh, you know, all over the side of the railroad tracks or, you know, on the street. Um, I mean, that's a great story. A lot of a lot of folks around here probably look at homeless people and think they're all drug addicts, and that is not true. I mean, uh, rent is expensive. Houses are expensive. I mean, the, you know, salaries are not growing at the same rate that they once were, and it's been like that for at least 30 years now. Yep. Um, and, and it's pretty sad, and there's a lot of folks that are out there that are looking to make a break for themselves and just don't have the means to do it. Um, so, you know, next time you do see somebody that does need help, you know, lend a hand to those people because, like you said, they're not just out there to buy drugs. They're actually out there. Some of these people are doing drugs, but some of them yeah, are out exactly. there. Some of them are out there, you know, that, that do need uh, a helping hand. And uh, that new that, that do need that little bit of a boost to get their life together, and and you know some of our some of us are you know lo- most of us are lucky enough not to be in that situation, but there's a handful of people that are not, and um, yeah, that's it's 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 sad, but you know it looks like he turned around somebody else's life right here, so I mean, yeah, it's pretty amazing. Sure. Yeah, I was shocked to read it. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it, it's a good as Franny said, you know, it's a good adage to not judge a book by its cover or or not let 
don't assume that someone is beyond help or or beyond deserving of help until they prove to you that they are in fact beyond deserving of help. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can probably take a lesson from this as well because it becomes so commonplace in LA. You see it mm-hmm. so often in so many different places that you don't you you know you're you're almost sort of instinctually. You know, your kinda, reaction is like kind of numb to it because like yeah. oh you know there's more homeless folks so you know here there I mean it's just be it's you know the, the community seems like it's growing you yeah. know and you're like you know those are probably just all drug addicts but they're not yeah and give this guy I mean it's not only did he not only did he just talk to him he took him out he bought him clothes he bought him a laptop you know he tried to get him you know the tools that he needed to be successful rather mm-hmm. than just you know giving him a pat on the back and and you know giving him a little bit of money he actually. I mean, he changed this guy's life, and mm-hmm. I'm I am impressed. Mm-hmm. That's a good. That's a good feel good story, Ben. Yeah, see, I'm that's trying. a nice one. Next week we'll have our typical donation story. <laughs> uh, this the last couple of weeks. Well, this was a donation, but I mean, he yeah. you know he, he donated in the right type of way, and and you know I'm, I'm sure if if a lot of us had the means, you know, to to share our you know quote unquote wealth with with somebody else, I'm sure we would. But we were always worried about our own bills. And our own well-being. That sometimes it is difficult, yeah, but for sure, you know, if you see somebody that uh, you know approaches you and and asks, uh, you know, like I remember that guy in the Total Wine parking lot. I would see, I don't see him anymore, but I used to see him back in the day. And um, you know, whatever I had in my wallet, whether you know, it was a couple of dollars. I'll give him a couple of dollars, but um, he could have been buying drugs for all I know. But he could have just been going to uh, you know Chipotle, which is not too far away, and buying something to eat so he can sustain himself. Um, so you know, I mean. It, it, a couple dollars isn't that much. I'm not saying hand out, you know, thousands of dollars unless you're able to. But you know, if you can help somebody on the, you know, on the street that's, you know, doesn't have the most yeah. luck in life, you know, just give my helping What's hand. That saying there before the grace of God go I, you know, yeah, some of us have, are lucky. You yeah, know, we, we have family, More we so have friends others. to help us. You know, not everybody has that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. There you go. Yeah. A feel good story of the week. Feel good. That, that feels good, Ben. <laughs> it does feel good. It feels very good. We got guys saving people from burning trucks. We got yeah. people turning homeless people's lives around. See, the NFL. You don't hear this on ESPN. The NFL isn't what you. Th- well, it's not just all drama and rich guys, you know, doing silly things. Yeah. There are real human beings. As Brent Selleck opening his real estate agency and trying to help other people. It's like a lot of different things out there. Yeah. All right, Friday. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our stat of the week. I wonder what you have for us this week. Oh, this is a good one. I'm sure it's shot-inducing. I'm sure Dak Prescott or Zeke Elliott <laughs> is, is somewhere <laughs> in this Well, I'll try to get uh, Yeah, week. We can only do so many top 10 quarterback ratings. Uh, so this week we're going to rank, according to CBS Sports anyway, we're going to rank all of the NFL coaches from 31 or from 32 down. Should we start? Should we start that high? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, is it, is it, is... Let's start. For, let's, you want to do the top ten? Yeah, let's do the top ten. I don't, I don't think it's worth talking about. Cliff Kingsbury down there at twenty-two. Good. John Gruden down there at Ooh, twenty. Look at him. Matt Nagy at nineteen. Uh-huh. Matt Rule hasn't even coached yet. Ron Rivera. Actually, at 17. actually, you know, Ron Rivera should be a little bit higher than yeah. that. Brian Flores at sixteen should be higher. He should be higher too. Mike Zimmer. He should be lower. Should be off this list at 15. <laughs> Mike Vrabel at 14 should be off this list as no, well. Oh, come on. Kevin Stefanski at 13. That's pretty low. That's, that is really low. That seems like it should be higher. That's disrespectful. Just beat the Steelers in a playoff game. That is disrespectful right I there. I mean, I know he was coaching from his basement, but still, he won it. He won <laughs> a fucking playoff game against the Steelers. Uh, Frank Wright coming in at 12. Franny, boo. Yeah, that's, your, that's not good. Yes, your man crush, Cal Shanahan at 11. <laughs> 
Mike Tomlin at number ten. That's fair. That's fair. I, fair. Actually, you know, I, I, I think it should be lower. Lower? Yeah. Or I mean, level higher or lower? <laughs> lower towards number one. I mean. Yeah. No. 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 I mean, lower on the list, closer to thirty-two. Why? No. I, I think. I think. Fuck uh, you. <laughs> no, seriously, Mike Tomlin. What's wrong? Uh, all he does is go to playoffs. Okay. Every year. He, he. Okay. Well, this year he goes eleven and zero, and then shits the bed. Well, you he don't didn't that, shit the bed. Yeah. He's the coach. He shouldn't be there. But I think Stefanski. Stefanski had more. Bill consi- Belichick going to be like Stefanski had more. Stefanski had a more consistent season than Mike Tomlin. Well, for sure. Yeah, for sure. and he's lower on the list. Why? It was one season. Let's see what. what do you <laughs> well, do this for is me? not life. Like the life of a of a coach. I mean, this is just for this past season. Life lesson. <laughs> I think Mike Tomlin should be closer to number one. Uh, no, then he should no. be to number twenty. You're, you 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 called for his head. I don't even know how many times. Many. Yeah, exactly. And now all of a sudden he should be number one. Well, I mean, I'm I'm I'm, just, I'm, I'm channeling my inner eagle fan. <laughs> Fire everybody. No, that's what you were saying. I didn't say fire everybody. You said fire everybody. Fire Schwartz. Fire everybody. Fire Schwartz. Fire been, Peterson. Fire Schwartz should have been done a long time ago. Fire Peterson. I never said that. Number nine, Matt Lafleur from the Packers. What say you about Matt Lafleur coming in ahead of all those other guys? I think that's a. I mean, that's a. That, I'm, I'm fine with that rating right there. Although that call in the playoffs in the NFC Championship game. I mean, that pushes them down that, that into should, the teens, at least for me. A little bit lower than nine, yeah. You have Aaron Rodgers, and you're like, well, let's just kick a no, field. Yeah. Let's just kick a field goal here. Coming in at number eight, Bruce Arians, who I, just won a Super, a Super Bowl. Bowl. Exactly. I don't. I don't that, Bruce Arians should be a little bit higher than that. I mean, I know he had a, a stacked roster, but still, he won a Super Bowl with that stacked roster. There's other coaches in the league that have a really good roster as well that didn't. Dallas take, Cowboys. Yeah, exactly. They didn't take their team to the top. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Number seven, Pete Carroll. I agree with that. I mean, Pete Carroll. Mike, Mike McCarthy, number one. Pete Carroll should always be in the top ten. Yeah, Pete Carroll. He should be a little higher, actually. I think. Uh, oh, there's your there's your man crush. Yeah, number see, six, Sean, Sean McVay. McVay at number six. You know, actually, I would, I would put him a little bit lower. I, I think Pete Carroll's a better coach, right? I mean, this past season, he was a better coach. Um, you know, Sean McVay, and and what he's done so far in the league, pretty, pretty amazing. Uh, for a young dude, he's younger than than myself. Um, but he's a nice tailor. Yeah, he has a nice house. He, he does. He does. You know, he, there's reasons for he that. He drinks. He's exotic, good at. He's exotic good at drinks. He's good at what he does. But this past season, was yeah, not I, I, I might rate him did. a little bit lower. Maybe I'll rate him at number nine. Yeah, I don't disagree. Moving uh, Mike Tomlin up to number six. Let's see. My oh, number five, Sean McDermott okay. at Buffalo Bills. I don't have an issue with that. Do you? Yeah, I think it. Uh, Championship game against Chiefs, small city. I might put him at number three or four. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Sean McDermott has obviously done a great job. Yeah. Oh yeah. And his quarterback still. I didn't not, think, a, not a finished product. You know, being a uh, defensive coordinator for the Eagles, I didn't think he would have a good career as a coach. But he's he's definitely proven himself. <laughs> you think once you once you're a defensive coordinator for the Eagles, it's all downhill from <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> it's well, all downhill from there. Well, Schwartz was a terrible <laughs> coach and not. I mean, he, he won a Super Bowl, he but he won a playoff game with Detroit. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he won to the playoffs a couple of times, I think, but I needed some pretty good records. But, you know, as a defensive coordinator, he was, you know, subpar. Uh, he, he put it together with bubblegum and string when all the DBs were out <laughs> in that play in that Super Bowl run. Uh, number four, Sean Payton. Mm, I mean, why? If, if you look at why? his. Why? If you look at his Why? entire with all the tenure, failure, with all the continued yeah, I would rate him failure. lower. I would, I would rate him lower than that, yeah, for sure. He got the one like give you know, yeah. gimme Super Bowl I mean, after what, what the, after was, Katrina, like here, have your Super Bowl. Yeah, but what he was able to accomplish last year, 
um, without Breeze was pretty impressive too. So that was a good run, five and zero without Breeze. It it was it was a, okay, fair yeah. enough. You know, I'm with, not with, I'm not a huge Sean with Payton with fan. Bridgewater. You know, I mean, Bridgewater's a good quarterback, but you know, to go five and zero without and Breeze, they had I mean they had a good team around him. Yeah. But that's again also credit to Sean Payton. Uh number three, John. Underachieving oh. Harbaugh, way all below Mike Tomlin. Even though Mike Tomlin has way more fucking success than John fucking Harbaugh. This is a shot. How about a Super Bowl? How about you get to a Super Bowl? How about you win a fucking playoff game with your alleged heir apparent quarterback before you put John fucking Harbaugh at number three? You got That's beat shot. by the Steelers after doing everything you could. A little bit of shot. Oh my God, John Harbaugh at number th- really? I don't agree with it. Really, either. I don't agree with it either. Do you, don't you have Actually, to win a playoff game to be number three on this? Even everybody else won playoff games in their life. Playoffs, playoffs. Well, he, well Harbaugh did get to that is, meaningless yeah, Super Bowl. I won one playoff game <laughs> got, what was with that, Lamar Jackson. What was that garbage Super Bowl that they ended up with Trent Dilfer against some scrub the, from the NFC? The Giants. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> it was like, give me a fucking break. That's not that. That counts. That counts. Like who, who was it? Rex Grossman beating Peyton Manning. Yeah. No, no, losing no, Peyton Manning. Losing, to yeah, the, the Colts, I mean, yeah. Come on. Cheers. Cheers to your. Let's your, do it. That, that, that's that's it. some negative shit. That's, well, I, that's mean, I like most, John Harbaugh, but number three. Yeah, that's that's really high for him. You I don't gotta, agree with I mean, that I know all. you're a good defensive coach, but you got to win something. Yeah, exactly. You know, well, he won two championships. But. Oh, no, I'm just gonna leave Lamar Jackson in a game because this is more important. But the, I mean, for next is, year, even though this, Joe Flacco gives us this, a chance to like, win, I'm gonna leave my my, my rookie out there. And let him get. Is this the ranking like general rankings? Yeah. or Is this just for last season? No, this is going into 2021. Oh, that's stupid. So this is their whole career going into 2021. Yeah, it's stupid. You should, you should be a little bit lower. Yeah, I agree. He should be like number 25. <laughs> Not that low. <sighs> Gross. I mean, are you kidding me? He's eleven and eight mm-hmm. in the playoffs. That's uh, not a good record. One and zero in the Super Bowl with Trent fucking Dilfer. Give me a break. Um, wait, I don't know if he was the coach back then. He wasn't a coach back then. They don't have two Super Bowl wins. Had, yeah, they had do. They beat back. San Francisco with uh, Flacco. Oh, that's yeah. right. Remember? Oh, yeah. So he wasn't there for Dilfer, but he won one with Joe. I mean, if you get Joe Flacco to win a Super Bowl, I guess you got to give that's him some impressive. Credit. Come on. But he also played against Kaepernick and not a, not a particularly that's great our San Francisco team. quarterback. Well, that's what I mean, but you have two backup quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. I mean, that doesn't count as a Super Bowl. Well, Flacco was the starter at the time. Well, yeah, but, you have, but they're essentially backup quarterbacks, right? Both of them. You got yeah, even when Rex Grossman. Yeah, but Flacco was a pretty solid quarterback when he was a starter. Not really. You got Rex Grossman made a Super Bowl. You got Trent Dilfer made a Super Bowl. Matt Hasselbeck made a Super Bowl. A lot of scrubs I make think, well, Super Bowl. I think, well, Flacco had a more solid career than any one of those guys. Eh, Hasselbeck. But, I mean, there are from time to time scrubs. That with just shows you. that he's, Jim he's, McMahon made it to a fucking Super Bowl. There are a lot of scrub yeah. quarterbacks that make Nick their Foles. way. Nick Foles. Nick Foles made it to a Super Bowl. <laughs> you know, so you don't really, you know, unless they win, you don't really count those. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm just uh, saying. I'm just just saying. A, little bit, a little bit of bias in there. I mean, come on. John Harbaugh. Every year, Greg. I mean, he's, he's like the Buddy Ryan of head coaches. Like, oh, let me give me every conceivable great player on defense, and I'll yeah, still see, this, right this I, don't, I mean, I, I agree with Bill Belichick being in the top. Number two. But at the same time, without Tom Brady, he's not the same Bill Belichick. He was, so I would rate him a little bit lower on this list. Yeah, I mean, you see his playoff record, 31-12. and 12. That's not John Harbaugh-like at all. 6-3 <laughs> and three in Super Bowls. Just the fact that you have almost Nine. 10 <laughs> Super Bowls there. No, I mean, those are great numbers. Yeah, but... people forget he, the top Brady won six there, yeah. but he also was in nine. <laughs> yeah. No, but. This is like Lakers numbers here. 
and like being in every other finals. Lost to and every no, I was going to say lost to every NFC's champion or every NFC East Giants team, twice but, and the Eagles. But the Eagles they beat once so. Oh, I I would put Belichick much lower, uh, given what he did last year with the team that he had. I know there was a lot of you know, uh, salary I'd, cap I'd, issues. I would, yeah, I mean that wasn't you know it wasn't a top quality team, but but let's see what he does without it, yeah Brady yeah. I mean, two get, get another season under his belt without Brady and see how he does. But number one, Andy, I agree with that. Motherfucker. At the Reed. moment, at the moment, yes. You know, I, you know, well, how could you argue? He's in, done in, it for multiple teams. In years past, in years past, it would be Belichick at number one. But look at that know, playoff record, though. Not the greatest. You're familiar with that one, right? You're <laughs> familiar with where a lot of those numbers on the on the right side of that column come in. Uh yes. Seventeen and fifteen. <laughs> a lot of those fifteen came with Philadelphia. Yeah, that is true. Thanks, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for rubbing it in. I, <laughs> but it's I, remember not a, those, I remember those losses, yes. But not a particularly good playoff Losing to record. Losing to Arizona. Let's see what Mike Tomlin's record is. <laughs> Losing to the uh, Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Losing. Yeah, Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin is playoff record 8-8. Eight eight. Worse. Yeah. Yeah. One okay. and one in the playoffs. Fair one enough. One and one in the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, that is true. That is true. But, you know, the devil you know. All right, Friday, that's it for the stat of the week. That was good. We got a shot out of you, Ben. Well, did you take one, too, or no? A little bit. I mean, a smaller one, because you were the one talking shit, not me. I mean, unless Dak Prescott was a head coach, then he would be number one. He would be great as a head coach, right, Ben? Yeah, he (laughs) would be awesome as a head coach. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Him and Zeke. Best. Head coach, offensive coordinator. Assistant, yeah, exactly. Yeah, bringing Michael Irvin as the wide receivers coach. Even better. Even better. I'm not taking a shot. Although I did uh, during that, uh, even Deion Sanders, Deion Sanders would be <laughs> would be a great uh, secondary. Yeah, maybe special teams. Special teams, yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, during that dark side of football, uh, Eagles Cowboys rivalry special. I didn't know. You know, did you know that Jerry Jones actually jumped in the ambulance, came down from the box, jumped in the ambulance, and rode to the ambulance in the ambulance with Michael Irvin to the hospital? Really? Yeah. What? Okay, that's that's. I mean, that's a little over the top, right there. Uh, well, you got to respect that. I mean, he got to respect I Jerry mean, Jones. He, he didn't. He didn't take his yacht <laughs> to <laughs> the hospital that he showed that's off also to everybody. A shot. No, that's <laughs> a shot. You shot? walked right into it. You could have just said that's that a, that's a class act. You could have just said what I mean. I mean, he showed respect for the player he thought he might never play again, who had given him three Super Bowls, who had beat the shit out of the Philadelphia Eagles for them in all those years, because that's why the Eagles fans were so pissed because they were whacking the shit out of you for the prior five or six years with Aikman and Irvin and the rest of those guys. All right, fine, fine. That's a little over the top. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Uh, you know, Ben. Are there he, any rivers in Dallas? You know, <laughs> or, uh, his wife. Uh, his wife was had. It, a, was it in Philly? What, what did that happen? Did it happen? In happened Philadelphia? in Philly. Oh, okay. I don't think there are any rivers in yeah, Philadelphia where he can he can sort of meander his yacht down. <laughs> that was pretty yeah. bad. He was doing that's a class act thing to do. <laughs> yeah, that's stupid. Okay, I mean that's just like a little over the top. I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna jump in the ambulance with. He doesn't give a shit about his players, man. If he did, did did. Be more well off than they are now. <laughs> right. He'd probably take care of his drug <laughs> issues and his mental health. Uh, Which he did not. Shut it. Is this not my crack under the couch? <laughs> Michael Irvin famously said. Uh, yeah, I used to work with a cowboy fan who swore up and down that the that the, that the drugs were planted. Yeah. <laughs> that it, yeah. That it was, I mean, you see the guy that on everybody TV. hates the cowboys, of course, which is untrue. Mm-hmm. That it was a plant. That yeah, somebody actually yeah. planted the drugs yeah, the, in Michael Irvin's hotel room mm-hmm. or a house, wherever it was. Uh, yeah. 
All right, Fonny, that's it. Anything else to add about Jerry Jones or <laughs> Dak Prescott? Particularly nothing. Nothing, but I do I do agree with uh, Andy Reid being number one at the moment in the NFL as coach. I, I mean, you know, a lot of everybody in the NFL loves the guy except Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, which, <laughs> Le'Veon means, Bell which means you're doing something right. Is the exactly. Le'Veon Bell is the only guy that thinks Andy Reid is a terrible coach and probably should be rated at number 32 and not number 1. Yeah, Amazon or Amazon stock's probably going up. But, you know, Antonio Brown's stock going up, Le'Veon Bell stock it's Definitely. in it's in the gutter. It's in the gutter. Let me Bell's it's, a little Dogecoin right with, now. It's with AOL. Yeah. <laughs> it's AOL He's down there still. with AOL <laughs> and like Netscape and Bing. Netscape Navigator. <laughs> He's the Bing of running backs. <laughs> He's uh what what was that? Uh, one stock. He's the DuckDuckGo of, of, of running no, DuckDuckGo is actually pretty decent. Uh, but what is that? Uh, or was it Oracle? No, Oracle. What was what was the one stock in like the early two thousand that took a dump where everybody was like, uh, they had that they had that um, it was like a skyscraper that they had, and it was like named after that one company. It's either Oracle or Sun Microsystems. Uh, or I can't remember. Well, it was one of those. There were a bunch of those that, that, that yeah, but that's basically what what Le'Veon yeah, Bell is. Yeah, exactly. that's what that's what he is right now. He got to tear down the building because it's got your name on it. <laughs> Friday, what's next up on the big board? Uh, next up on the big board, Ben is uh, Franny's Euro twenty twenty update. There we go. Give us yeah, the update, Franny. Should I talk about Should I talk about the euros in a German accent? Of course, of because course. Because the Germans, they're out of it. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. Well, neither do the English. Well, no, the English. <laughs> no, the English are still in the semifinal right now. But unfortunately, but I've Croatia been, uh, lost. Unfortunately, Croatia, they rallied to come back. Croatia did lose. Mario Manducic <laughs> decided not to fucking play, so they lost the fucking game because they yeah, had but no there, fucking there was, there was more to that than you know than just Mandzukic not being able to play for the. Well, Croatian the issue was that team. they had all scorers in the game in overtime, and there was no defense out there, and a but guy tried to get a header, and he was is, five inches too short. That and, is the reason. And why, a half a second too early. But that's the reason why they actually were able to pull within. You know. Well, tying the game at three three and going into overtime, you're is allowed because to substitute after that, though, no, right? You could substitute after that, but you run up, you run out of substitutions at a certain point, and they did make quite a few substitutions in that game. I do think they probably should have had somebody else playing uh, that position at that moment in the game. Somebody over five but six, maybe. Hindsight, <laughs> hindsight is always twenty twenty. Brekalo is not uh, a defender. He's uh, 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 he's a midfielder who is. You know, he has an attacking mindset, um, and he is kind of short. You know who <laughs> is a midfielder? Mario Manducci. No, he wasn't. He was a striker. Oh, that's right. He was but a he's a little bit taller. He's a little yeah. bit taller. He probably, bit. He, he, like he probably would have done a better job on that last cross in that game. But, you know, the Croatian team has terrible defense. We're not going to talk about that too much because, you know what? The round of 16 is gone. The quarterfinals are done. And uh, now we have England versus Denmark. We have Italy versus Spain. And Ben. Who would you rather have, out of all those teams, win it all? Uh, probably Italy. Italy. Italia. Italy, Denmark, maybe. Yeah, you know, I, I want to see, um, you know, obviously we have our mutual friend in Christian uh, in oh, he's a Croatia. Big, yeah, he's, he's from Italia. He is. He's uh, born in Italy, raised in Italy, one Italian parent, one Croatian parent. And if it was Croatia and Italy playing, I still think his heart would be with the blue. What? Probably should be. No. <laughs> Wait, which blue? The Dazzuri, the, the the Italians. Of course, yeah. of course, as, yeah. as it should be. Yeah, he so, does have a parent from there, but he has a Croatian parent as well. Wait, but they're not in the they're not in the tournament anymore. Uh, no, not anymore. But I'm <laughs> saying if they played each other in oh, the tournament, if, they played each other? if Croatia oh, had he beaten would go Spain, Croatia. if Croatia had beaten Spain, and Croatia and Italy were both playing in the semifinal right now, I still think he'd be pulling for the Italians. Really? Yeah, I think he's, he's well because he was born there. He's Italian. And he spent- I'm born in the U.S. too. 
But the way I look at it is... That'd be tough. U.S. versus Croatia. Yeah, Croatia. I'd, I'd, Croatia, no question. I'd be rooting for Croatia. There's not that many Croatians out there. You know, there's maybe 8 million Croatians in the world. There's enough Americans born here that can root but for... we don't have any World Cup titles. Well, this is the European Championship. I'm, 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 I'm talking about European Championships. And, who and we definitely always, don't have any European no, Championship no European, titles. Well, well, <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, but I'm saying, like, who I would root for, I would root for Croatia, only because there's not that many Croatians rooting for them. I root for the Americans whenever they're playing, other than against Croatia. Um, but, uh, you know... Yeah, anytime kind of, they use the word plucky, you know you don't have a lot of fans. Yeah, exactly. They're, 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 it's a very plucky team. Yeah, that, just, um, that just means nobody knows what you're talking about. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like, where's Croatia? What the fuck are you talking about? Is that plucky. a country? Where's that? Yeah. Where, <laughs> that is that, a, a, is that an Asia? That is that a, an Asian that country? That a plucky bunch of bombs you just dropped on that country? Croatians? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not Asian, but you know, Croatian. <laughs> Croatian. But what are you predicting, Prime? Uh, you know what? Uh, and I've said this from the beginning of the tournament. Once I saw Italy take the field with the squad that they have, they look like they have a young, solid team. There are no superstars on that team. I love Chiellini. I love Bonucci. They both play for Juventus, who I root for. So, I mean, there's a little bit of bias there. Uh, but they're both old school players. Uh, not They're not like, you know, 40 years old or anything. Well, Chiellini is a little bit closer to that age. But you know, just the team that they have assembled, it is a solid team. They play for each other. There's not one Cristiano Ronaldo. There is not one star player on the team. They all play as one solid group of 11 on the field. And uh, they've been doing it since the beginning of the tournament. I predicted that they would win from, you know, just watching the first couple of games that they played in the group stages. And I told Cristian uh, a few weeks ago, Italy is going to the final. I can see them going all the way and win this thing. Uh, Spain, the team that they have assembled, is also a young team, but they are not... They're not as cohesive as Italy is right now. They play the... Well, I mean, they play possession-type football, but Italy can do the exact same thing. Um, and they just... They're, they're, they're lacking just a little bit of experience because Italy, the way they're constructed, they don't have a star player, but they do have a little bit of experience. They're guys that have been in that situation. So I see Italy taking the game against Spain and on the other side, England versus Denmark. You know what? I'm saying Denmark is going to win this game uh, only because England are, they're arrogant motherfuckers <laughs> and they think they're better than everybody else, but they are not. And I, I see Denmark turning it around on them and winning 2-1 to one in that game. I see a Denmark-Italy final. I see Italy winning it in the end. Interesting. Did you put a bet down on that? No. You should. Because <laughs> that sounded very, very well thought through to me. Uh, yeah, I think I think Denmark right now... I can't, you know, when I watch the Euro coverage, it's a lot of action. Yeah, I, so it's I think very Denmark, difficult to follow. I think uh, Denmark right now is playing with a lot of heart, uh, with a lot of pride. Um, you know, with, uh, what, 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 God, I can't remember his name. Was it Christensen? I can't remember, I can't remember the guy's name now, uh, that went down and basically died on the field and was resuscitated. Uh, but I see them playing with a lot of heart, similar to the way they played in 1992 when they won the whole thing, when actually Yugoslavia qualified for it, but the war broke out. So Denmark was thrown into action and they actually won the whole thing after not even qualifying oh, wow. for the whole thing. And so this, this is sort of reminiscent of that time where they were expected to drop out of the, uh, uh out of competition because they lost their best player, but they ended up qualifying for the next round and they weren't expected to. And now they're in the semifinals and I can see them playing with a lot of pride against England and England. I also, I just don't see them as a cohesive unit. They haven't allowed a goal yet against them, but I would love to see what happens once a goal is scored against them. And, and, and Denmark, like a lot of the Nordic teams, they play with a lot of energy and a lot of pride and, 
you know, they're just. You think uh, it'll take them out of their game if, a goal, if, I, if they I get a goal so. early? I think so. Maybe I, 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 just, first I, I don't think they're going to know 30, what the 40 fuck. Minutes? I don't think they're going to know what the fuck to do because they're going to be down in their very first game, which is pretty impressive for them for not allowing. Wait, a goal. they haven't allowed a goal in the entire tournament. I think they beat Ukraine today for nothing. Uh, and Ukraine, I mean, the, the run that they made, which uh, also you know pretty amazing for them to go to the quarterfinal, not able to progress any further, but you know impressive run for them. Um, but, uh, you know, if, if, if Denmark can score an early goal, I think it could throw England off of their game. I see, uh, I see a Denmark Italy final. It's kind of what I want to see. And whoever wins there, I'd be happy with the final result with either Italy winning or Denmark winning. Huh. You don't get that anywhere. That's better than you're going to get on whatever channel is covering the Euro 2020, which I think is ESPN. Yeah. ESPN's covering it. Okay. Thank you, Franny. That was exactly what I wanted to hear because I want to watch some of these matches. I need to figure out when they're happening because the NBA Finals is boring as hell. Coming well, up with the Bucks and the, and the Suns. And the Suns Christ, so who cares, really? So yeah. we're going to... Yeah, but for Italy and for Spain, um, no team... Uh, uh, you know, Those two teams have played seven times in the European Championship. Nobody else has played each other more than those two teams. So this is the seventh time... And, you know, I, I, I probably won't be able to watch the game live because I'll be at work, but I'm sure that game will be amazing. I still expect Italy to take that, and I want Denmark to take England down, and I expect they will. Oh, I can't wait. Wednesday, uh, next game is Mon- Monday, Tuesday? I'm guessing it's Monday, Tuesday, or Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay. And then the Perfect. final, I believe, is on Sunday. I will be watching yeah. the next game. And then game. the Copa America. Is is also happening right now. I'm not. Oh, I'm not paying as much. <laughs> not paying as much attention to that. But uh, I expect a uh, you know a Brazil Argentina final. <laughs> Wait, is uh, Brazil's in it? So who played in the in the semifinals? Oh, I, I I I think. Well, they just finished the group stage. I mean, it's it's well. Uh, the South American continent has a lot less countries uh, than Europe because in Europe, every ten years, there's like a new country. Uh, so, in, 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 or there's one less country, <laughs> or one if less Russia country, has its way. or one you, more country, or like next, you know, next, one. in the next Euros, Ukraine won't exist, so it'll be it might be it'll yeah, be yeah. the Russia, it'll be Russia versus. There might be yeah. I mean, there's usually one more extra country. There's usually one extra country, <laughs> one breakaway country. You know, but uh, you know, in in, in the in the Copa America, I mean, you, you have your your your. The teams that you know that are going to be there in the tournament, uh, but I, you know, I expect a Argentina Brazil final in that one. All right, yeah. Ben's going to put his bets in. All right, thank you, Friday. That was amazing. What's was, next? Was it really? Yeah, yeah we're going to get another update next week. What's yeah. next up on the big board, Friday? Uh, next up on the big board, Ben, is our shot of the week. As if we haven't taken enough shots tonight. Hey, can you really take too many shots? I don't think you can. I don't think you can. Well, Ben, we have our shot of the night in honor of 4th of July, Independence Day. We took down the English. (laughs) We took down. We did take them down. Just like the Danes will take them down in the next game. I hope so. All right. What what is this shot? Why are we drinking the shot? Uh, Well, Ben, this is our shot of the week. This is the alcohol portion. Why are we? See, of I, the show. I knew I shouldn't take it. Why are? Why? Why, why are we talking about? Why are we here on this agenda <laughs> item that's on every week's agenda? Why are we doing this, Friday? Because it is part of the agenda. <laughs> <laughs> I told that 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 fucking uh, red stag apple cider whiskey really gets to you. It's not good. It's not good stuff. It's not good. It's a, it, literally it's not good stuff. Uh it's 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 a brain poison. Um it's bad. that is bad. I like I, my, I have a headache but not. Yeah, I know. It's it's uh, I have a lightheadedness. Yeah, it's almost like <laughs> it's almost it makes like your head co- feel odd. It's a calming effect, but yeah. at the same time not. 
It's like you found weed in your parents' drawer from like 25 years ago and you smoked it. Bro. That's what Red Stag is. Bro. It's like, oh, this feels good, but not really. Yeah, but tonight's shot we've dubbed. Sonya has dubbed oh, the yeah, torch. See? It is the torch the mascot. that the Statue of Liberty holds above. What is it? Ellis Island? Ellis, well, not Ellis Island. What's that, what's that New little York sound? City? What's that little sound right there? Is that, what's that little Long sound? Long Island. Or, uh, no, it's not Long Island Sound. It's in, well, it's in, it's in the, doesn't it sit in the East River? You should know, Ben. You're from New York. To me, it's one of the I expected, rivers. I expected, it's expected one you, of the rivers. I expect you to know this. It is one of the rivers. I'm sure that I actually can't think of the name of it. New York River. Is it <laughs> New York River? Yeah, and also it goes down, and when it gets to Ohio, it becomes the Ohio River. <laughs> And then it goes into Canada. Yeah, the Mississippi yeah, River yeah. is very big, but little little did you know when it gets to yeah. when it gets <laughs> below Mississippi, it becomes the Arkansas River. That, <laughs> I expected I, the only reason I threw that out there is because I expected I you know. to know what it's it is. Not a sound, I'm sure you've spent it's enough time in New York to it know. It might be Long Island Sound, actually, where Lady Liberty holds her torch, like we took the picture. It might be Long Island Sound. Okay, that's good enough. That sounds good it enough, might right? Be. You know. Anybody want to? Everybody tweet from New us? York is like, "Fuck you! You don't know what you're yeah. talking about." <laughs> well, you're not. You're not. You're not from New York City. You're from New York. So. Although we all like to think we are. Yeah, exactly. But uh, tonight's shot is a very simple shot. Uh, actually, Sonya came up with pretty much everything. She came up with the name. She came up with the, with the shot itself. With the with the ingredients that are in it, Ben. She knows how much you love. The spicy shot. So what you're saying is you came completely unprepared. Exactly. <laughs> no, I didn't. But she was she was over at my place earlier in the day, and 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 and, and so she just gave me the idea. I know she's always saying like, "Oh, the podcast, you do the podcast again." But yeah. she she she's likes still, it. She just doesn't want to admit it. Yeah, she's still a part of the pod. Her heart is still a part she's of the just podcast. Like, I don't want to sit out hear, there with you guys for four hours. You don't hear her voice on the podcast, but her heart is still in it. And uh, so tonight's shot is a little bit of the absolute papar. Ooh. Ben. We have a little bit of Cholula. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. And we have a little bit of Fireball Ooh. in there. And 151. A little bit of 151. We lit it on fire earlier. We took the picture with it on fire. Right now, the fire is not glowing in the shot glasses. But Ben, I'm sure this is going to be a strong one. I'm sure it's going to be a well, spicy one. We need a one. double song for this. It's not going to be a sweet one. And I'm sure you're a fan of that. All Cheers right. to you. Let's do I to love the it. the torch, Ben. I'm almost, I'm almost afraid to, to not savor this. Happy, yeah, maybe I should sip it. Happy American yes. Independence Day. Happy Independence to Day to you. And I'm just waiting for a huge spaceship to come over the mountains like it did <laughs> in the movie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's well, what I think about. At least when we I think have about Elon Musk Day. now. Yeah, can, to uh... can fight the aliens. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let's do it. Ay, 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 ay. Woo. Oh my god. Woo. Whoa. Ah. Hey, that was good. Woo. That was actually a good one right there. I was actually expecting that to taste like shit. Oh, that was good, but wow, I'm gonna be slurring after this. Wow, that was spicy. It was peppery. It was sweet. Wow. It kind of had everything in that one shot right there. Ooh. I mean, when I first caught it on my tongue, I was like, oh, that's a 151. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm staying here a little bit later than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's only 11 o'clock, as yeah. I say. Oh, that was good, Franny. That was a good wow, one. Wow, that, that was, was a good, good one. All right. Yellow or blue. Actually, all right, let me just, let me just take a minute Take it here. in. Let's take it in a little bit. In. See, that's why you do the spicy shots. Because they're so much better. 
They're so much more lively. But there was some sweetness there, too. Oh, there was. There was a little bit of sweetness, a little bit of papar. Mm-hmm. The fireball at the end, it, it just kick. sort of kicked you at the end. Yeah. But the but the papar and the... Oh. Uh, and the 151 at the beginning it was the tapatio. The tapatio, actually, that was not not Cholula. Sorry, tapatio. That was a good one. That was that was definitely Ooh. different. Not what we're used to, like Ooh. last couple of weeks. That was good. That was good. I, mean, I tasted the 151. Then I tasted the uh, vodka. Then I tasted the fire. It almost sort of came in waves. Mm. That was good. That was a good. Where would you rate that, Ben? I'm gonna give it a ten. Ooh, I would give it a nine. Nine. Not perfect, but nine, pretty nine. close. Pretty close to it. That's actually a good shot. And that is a shot from the brain of Sonya. Not from Yeah. Yeah, she thought about this. She's she I'm I'm sure like because when I when when she asked me like what is the shot of the night, I think she had this in her in head her mind? already. She's like, ooh, Independence Day. Yeah. She's like, let's make this a firecracker shot, a firework shot. You're gonna you're gonna hear them going off all night. <laughs> I thought maybe we'd get a hot spicy shot for Fourth of July. Yeah, fireworks. But I was like, well, we no, did. he'll probably bring like uh, something red instead. Grenadine. <laughs> It'd be like grenadine, strawberry and, pucker, like, strawberry pucker, maybe and, like, uh, uh, curacao, some blue curacao, <laughs> and like and maybe, something white, and like a little bit of like uh, maybe just almond of, liqueur at the yeah, top. Yeah, that that that'd be a good shot too. But uh, this one was uh, concocted by Sonia. Oh, that was that was really good. Yeah. Ten out of ten. Nine out of ten. I'll have to tell her that it was a ten out of ten for me. <laughs> anyway, all right, Friday. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our beverage of the week. It is a Sprayside Glenlivet Balnellan Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, twelve years aged. You want to take a quick break before we taste this? I do. We'll Let's be right back with that. our Scotch Brown of the Week. Hold on. All right. And we are back with our beverage of the week. And it is a Scotch Ben that I picked up off the shelf that I wasn't too sure about because I know Glenlivet. I know the quality that they offer in their 12, the 14, the 15, the 18. And I think we've had the 21 as well. Yeah, the 21, the we've Nadura, had, the, the, Nadura the, cask, the, the Caribbean, Caribbean cask. cask. I mean, we've had multiple Glenlivets. Yeah, and you love all of them. All of them. All of them are spectacular. <laughs> I mean, you know, seriously, the 14-year, uh, it's, it's, it's a little bit cheaper than the 15-year. It is the Cognac cask. So it has a little bit more sweetness. I really like that 14-year. Uh, but everything that they have to offer is excellent. This is one of their offshoots. I'm not sure exactly. Um, you said it, off the podcast, you said you couldn't find that much information. Yeah, on, they don't. It's not on, on the, the Glenlivet website, and they yeah. don't have their own website. Uh, and they don't have a Twitter. Well, the bottle looks like it's a Glenlivet bottle. They just slapped a different <laughs> label on it. Uh, but it is it is aged. 12 years allegedly allegedly i don't think they would lie about that it's it's like 11.9 years uh no but it's 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 aged otherwise 12. they'll be out of the tournament because there'll be a civil war in scotland <laughs> hey it's that it's you that, said it was 12 years it's that little known it's that little known uh civil war between scotland in Ireland, when we were connected, when we were, when it was not an island, it was in the it was, what do you call it, the Pathogen days, it, or whatever, <laughs> the Pan, Pangean, when all the, Pathogen. when all, when all of the, 
the entire Earth. What was the name of that? When all the Earth was in one. When all the pathogens. <laughs> when it was in one landmass. Yeah, Pangea. When it was Pangea. Pangea. Yeah, it was a. It was yeah, a. It was a Pangean War. It was the Pangean War between between the Scots and the Irish. The space side. And, yeah, there was, there was a war. And, Trust and, us. There was a war. Trust us. We know this stuff. No, but I mean, this bottle that you know, I, I picked it up. It was. Uh, it was relatively cheap. It was about thirty dollars, somewhere around there. I mean, you know, on the on the website right here, it shows thirty six ninety nine. I'm not sure exactly what the price was. It might have been on sale, somewhere around there. It's around thirty dollars. But I'm always willing to taste any scotch wherever it's from. And I saw the Glenlivet name on there, and I said, you know what, I'm going to grab this because all of Glenlivet's products are quality products. We'll see if this yes, is true for sure. Yeah, not a lot of information out there in the universe about this particular beverage. Uh, but we were able to at least get a little bit of information from the Total Wine website, since Balnellan does not have its own website. Uh, it's from the space side of Scotland, the space side region. What is the fuck are you talking about? Uh, Balnellan doesn't exist. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> they went out of business <laughs> many, many years ago. <laughs> this must have been shipped years ago. Uh, yes, this is a fourteen-year <laughs> post-war. The Speyside region is famous for producing some of the most flavorful and highest quality whiskeys in the world due to pure water sources like the Balnellan Spring. Aged 12 years, this whiskey is sweet and mellow. Silly. <laughs> sweet and mellow with a soft spiciness and oaky flavor. Yeah, shame us. These guys think the Balnellan is an actual scotch. It's not. I'm telling you, take that shit to the Highlands with the rest of the trash. It's it's water. It's It's water with caramel. Coloring. This tastes like some Highland bullshit to me. <laughs> Puh. I spit. I spit on that stuff. It's no, a, seriously, though. <laughs> it's a 4.3 out of 5 on Total Wine. Okay. It's not a bad rating. Uh, the pros are, well, not as full-bodied as Glenfiddich. It's no. a nice, smooth scotch. It's Glenfiddich. <laughs> Hopefully it's not Glenfiddich, because the Glenfiddich 12 beer is not as good as Glenfiddich 12 beer. Ooh, suitable cons could not be generated at this time. The pros are the scotch is wonderful, valuable. Wonderful value, <laughs> and the satisfaction is bought one bottle and have that red and have stag, been back man. for three more that bottles. Red stag <laughs> is like hitting us with the horns right now. Oh, that stupid deer! <laughs> bought one bottle and have been back for three more bottles. Love the taste. Goes with a cigar in the evening. All right, all right, all right. Well, let's no see. suitable cons at yeah. this time. No, okay. What's well, a scotch? Quite simply, is whiskey made and aged at least three years in Scotland. All whiskey was... made in Scotland is scotch. It yeah. must follow <laughs> specific production regulations. Thanks. Thanks, bro. All right, bro. All right, Cody. Thanks for that update. All right, so you thought about buying this because it's Glenlivet, because you thought it might be good, because it was uh, Glenlivet, well, but also a little bit on the cheaper side. Yes, yes, and because I have a mortgage now, it's <laughs> next week. No, you know what? Well, fuck next me. week, proper number twelve. No, no, no. <laughs> well, we have the proper number twelve. We, and week we, after that, we, we proper number twelve. <laughs> the proper number twelve we actually have as a mixer. The proper number it's twelve. Gross. We actually have never tried it on its own. We've only mixed. No, we did. We did. I don't know. No, we did. <laughs> no, we did. No, we no, did. no, 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 no. The proper. Well, number then we 12, should try it. We should the try it. proper number twelve because we're not very big fans of Irish whiskeys. I fitting in this tastes like shit. Yeah, probably. Uh, no, but the 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 proper number twelve I only picked up as really a mixer. I mean, I I remember I picked up it up. I, I picked that up for a shot that we had. And we tried some other Irish, and, and and we we've tried to actually you know the uh, Kilburn was actually not that not bad. bad. Not Still bad. Still had that. Tart but sort of every time, every time I walk into Total Wine, I'm like, should I get a bourbon? Should I get a rye? 
Should I get a scotch? And I'm like, I always, I, I just, it's really difficult for me to pick up a Canadian whiskey or a... Oh, well, you haven't tried a Canadian whiskey. We have, actually. It was not that good. I can't remember which one it was. It was one. And that was the only one. And you just gave up. And the Irish whiskeys. I, don't you remember the civil war between the Canadians? <laughs> and, and the Americans? And the Alaskans? <laughs> yeah. You don't remember? Uh, that's another one that I just completely... Every, nobody, everybody remember. Everybody forgets that one war. Well, I mean, the Alaskans put up a good fight. They, they were just they outnumbered. Did. Well, they they lost almost uh, half a, a continent. But... <laughs> Canada's pretty big, and most people don't want most of it. Uh, but <laughs> I forgot about Canadian whiskey. It's probably about as good as Japanese whiskey. Actually, you know what? Maybe next week I should pick up a Canadian whiskey. Not the club. Not like Canadian club. <laughs> I'll pick up the Kirkland Signature <laughs> Canadian whiskey. No, Kirkland but, <laughs> Signature Canadian. No, but as as as, as you know, for the uh, for the Irish whiskeys, we picked up a few. They weren't the greatest. We're not big fans of that. They're tart. They're sour almost. There's something about them. I mean, there's there's this metallic flavor, flavor. that I can't get past. Um, but for for this particular scotch, you know, I just saw the name. And the bottling was decent. Yeah. But I saw Glenlivet on there, and I figured, you know what? If Glenlivet has anything to do with the scotch, it has to be good. You because maybe this is a Kirkland brand Glenlivet 12. Everything. The 12, the 14. The 15. The 15, the 18, 21. the 21. Which wasn't the, even as good as the 18. The Caribbean Reserve. The Nadura. The Nadura. And there was another one, the Founders Reserve. I mean, we should be sponsored yeah. by Glenlivet by yeah, now. Well, you should be sponsored but by But we're not. How much money we poured into Glenlivet? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and a couple of those I bought for him at a liquor store, which means <laughs> they were, were overly priced. They were way overly priced. Well, let's give it a shot, though, Ben. I mean, let's, uh, well, not give it a shot. Let's give it uh, a sniff first. Hey, it's Cheers a proper, to you. proper number 12 it's year. Been sort of chilling outside. It's about 73 degrees outside right now, which is about 21 degrees. It's got a deep nose. It's a little spirity. Centigrade. <laughs> Centigrade. You know, on the nose, it's actually. It's actually got a nice nose. It's actually very creamy. A little creamy, a little fruity, a little smoky. It's, it's actually got, got a nice it, nose. It's actually got a little bit of stone fruit on there. You don't say. It does. It does. It has a nice bit of stone fruit. Maybe a little bit of plum in there. Yeah. If I'm around for some strange reason, I hopefully this doesn't happen. But if, 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 if you die before me, I'm going to mix your casket with apricots, plums, peaches, <laughs> and... <laughs> I'm just going to fill your casket with stone fruit. <laughs> but I want an aged cask. <laughs> a 12-year-old cask. A 12-year-old cask. 12-year-old casket filled with stone fruit. Yeah, I want it. I want it. Whatever <laughs> Whatever I'm buried in, I want it aged in some sort of a whiskey or a scotch before I get buried in it. All right? With extra stone fruit. With extra stone fruit. But the no, nose, the is, nose nice. is actually pretty the, good. The nose is actually very, it's a solid nose. I'm actually surprised. There's yeah, no I mean, it's this. rich too. It's got. A, I mean, it has a deep, rich nose with yeah. a little bit of stone fruit, some smokiness, some saltiness. There is a little bit of saltiness to it, which is pretty interesting. Actually, good, good call, Ben. But it's deep. I mean, it's it's a nice, rich nose. I mean, it's 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 not it's not like a typical Glenlivet twelve or even a Glenfiddich twelve, which with with a pretty unspectacular nose. Yeah, a little bit darker too. A little bit darker. Oh, it's for sure. I wonder, it's probably caramel color. Yeah, like probably Glenfiddich. Well, we don't know Glenlivet. yet. We don't know. We don't know. All right, let's do it. Cheers.
Lacks a little bit of flavor. Mm. Got a nice finish, nice spicy finish. It actually has more spice than I would expect. Um, but it lacks a little bit of depth you know and complexity have? on the on the palate. It almost has no flavor on the palate. On the front of the tongue, it actually has a little bit of tobacco. Just a little bit. A little bit. It's just, it's almost like it. the nose is nice. The finish is nice. But there's no in between. But there's nothing in between. There's, you know, like, it's, it's there's nothing on my tongue. It's like the finish is nice, but the, the nose is nice, but the, the flavor itself is like. It's fairly smooth. It's very smooth. It's fairly smooth. I mean, well, the, the, it, it the, finishes. The, the finish is a little harsh. It but finishes I like that. with that heart. Just a little bit of harshness, but. Um, and a little bit of spice, which is nice as well. But there's no in between. I mean, there's, there's but you can no, hold it on your tongue and get almost no flavor. There's no sweetness. There's no honey. There's no vanilla. There's there's really not much there. I mean, it, it starts it's got with a rye finish. Yeah, it's it's that is pretty interesting for a. But it's got two out of three side for a space side scotch. But it's got two out of three. Nose is nice and the finish. I actually like the finish. But mm. when you hold it on your tongue. There's almost no softness and no flavor. Yeah, no. On the on the middle tongue. Yeah, that's that's yeah, it's not what I would expect from a product from Glenlivet if it is from Glenlivet. Right? Right? I mean, the more you drink it, I mean, it blends together a little bit better. First couple sips were like uh mm. the first couple sips were almost like Nose nice, nothing, then finish. But now it's sort of blending together a little bit on the, yeah. the fourth or fifth sip. But it, it does have a nice finish. It has a nice finish. It has a nice finish. I like that little bit of harshness with that little bit of spice. But I wish it's there was almost some, outside the scotch category. Almost. I wish there was a little bit of flavor. In the middle? In the middle. And there, it, it's almost lacking flavor completely. And for something that is around the $30 range, I mean, there's so many better offerings that you could pick up, like the 12, uh, Glenlivet. Um, but, yeah, it, it's, I'm not feeling it. It's not, I mean, it, it's it's Bruh. not really doing it. It's not doing it for me. No. Take another sip. Is it any better? I mean, it's blending a little nicer. I mean, it, I mean, it, it, it. Your tongue gets used to it. And it sort of blends it. It's like a self-blending tongue. <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't love it, but it, it, it's not something. It doesn't strike me as something that's aged twelve years. Yeah, right. It also doesn't strike me as something from the space side of Scotland. It, it, it strikes me more of a. It's almost like a cross between a rye and a scotch. Yeah. It's got a, it's not, and maybe the coloring, maybe whatever they added to it gives it that zing, but. It's not that good, though. It's, I, it's not terrible. I, I would say it's not something, I, I would say it's a scotch and water, scotch and soda type of That's scotch. A, it's average. I'd mix it. Yeah. Well, maybe I mean, with water or soda. Where'd you rate it, though, on our Thurston Gold rating scale of. I'd probably browns. give it about a six for the finish. Yeah, I'd, I'd give it a five. I mean, it's, it's just average it doesn't really excite in any sort of way i mean it's it's like it it it, it enters with uh it enters. I, I mean, it's like it's like there's Come no in. there's no flavor i mean like you said i do like the finish with that little bit of harshness and the with nose. a little bit of spice the That's nose why I gave is, it a 6 the nose is really nice but you would expect more flavor after smelling it 
You know, it's like all of the flavors that are there when you smell it, the sniff is just—it's not there. Like it disappears. It's like gone. It, it doesn't yeah. exist. It doesn't exist. Which is which is pretty interesting. It's almost like the civil war between the Scottish and the Irish. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't exist. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Well, uh, there may have been a Scottish-Irish war at some point. Yeah, maybe, maybe. It probably yeah, I, was. I highly doubt that, but yeah, we'll make it up <laughs> as we go sure along. Was. They're islands. They must have fought at some point. Yeah. Little cannonballs or whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, but I would say six because the nose is nice, mm-hmm. the finish is nice. Mm-hmm. There's just literally not much in between those two yeah, things. No, no, not diamonds. Not that. Not that great. It's not that great. Not that great. I mean, for that price range, you could definitely find better. Browns, better beverages, whether they're ryes, bourbons, scotches, cognacs, you can definitely find something better. It's right there with the Glenfiddich, I would say. That might be better than the Glenfiddich. I I, I like the smoothness of the Glenfiddich 12. It wasn't one of our favorites either. It lacked flavor. It lacked flavor, but the smoothness was there. You know, you you, there are certain there, there are certain flavors you expect from a scotch, and those were sort of there. But it was very soft. This one is a little bit harsher, spicier, but still no complexity, no flavor on the front of the tongue. And way too deep in the color. I think the color yeah. is probably artificial. It kind of throws you off a little bit. Yeah, I think the color might be artificial in this yeah. one. I think there might be some caramel in there. Yeah. Uh, to give it that sweetness, a little bit probably. of legs on the glass. Allegedly. A bit. Allegedly. That's my guess. But I don't hate it. But don't love it. Don't love it. Yeah. It's average. All right. Yeah. Well, next week, Six for you, Ben. Yeah. Five for me. Next week, we'll try a Canadian, a high-end Canadian whiskey. Well, no. Next week, we have a cognac, Ben. Oh, next week we're fuck's sake. Oh, yeah. We're supposed to we announce. have the AB. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Because I was the trying AB, to remember. I think it's the AB6K Reserve. Cognac. Cognac. Why? 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 Tra- I don't know why either, Ben. I thought it was $32 <laughs> until I went to the counter. It was forty nine ninety nine. I'm like, fuck. I don't feel like going back and getting no, anything else. It's cognac. Why it's got to be cheap. $64 for everything. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> for the beers and everything. Like, damn it. I was trying to save some money this week. See, this is why I buy ads. <laughs> but it, it won't. It, it I was trying to save some money, but it didn't work out. So $50 for that stupid cognac. But I love cognacs. You know, every cognac that we've tried so far have been excellent, no matter the They've price range. They've all tasted like cognac. Well, yeah. <laughs> which all... is pretty which is pretty nice, in my opinion. Uh, uh, yeah, guess. We'll get some, I'll get some cigars for next week. We'll get to smoke a cigar with the cognac. I mean, you're supposed to, right? Or with the scotch. Yeah, well, yeah, but yeah. definitely with a cognac. Defi- oh, that then yeah. you have to have a. a I feel like a, a cigar, cigar goes cl- more closely with a cognac than I, with a maybe scotch. the sweetness. Maybe the sweetness of it, the right? Sweetness. The yeah. it comes from grapes, right? Yeah. So it's, Your neighbors would hate us because the the, the 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 smoke flavor from cigars is just disgusting. Like like the I don't flavor. Think so. Yeah, I don't like cigar. Really? Smoke, yeah. It's good. No. It's good. When you're smoking it, yes. Oh, you when mean you're the actual one smoking it, but oh, everybody else has to smell that shit. Who after. cares? Yeah, I guess. So. <laughs> Who cares? We live in LA. There's like exhaust literally blowing in my face right now <laughs> from all the cars around us. That's true. So, you and your freaking car. I'm going to smoke my cigar with my cognac. Yeah. All right, Friday. What's next about a big Not your bowl? car. What's next about a <laughs> not my, Not my car. My not car gives car. up. I'm, I'm green. Yeah, I only support the Chinese government's exploitation of earth minerals to to, to create the battery that makes my car go. That's uh, <laughs> that is true. All right, 
Next up on the big board, Ben, our beer of the week. And hopefully, Ooh, I can't wait. Hopefully, we like this beer more. Oh, I think we will. Then we like the scotch. The shot was great. The beverage, not so much, but the beer. Let's hope that this one is a good one from Anderson Valley. It is a summer solstice. All right. We'll be right back with our beer of the week. All right, and we are back with our <laughs> beer of the week. Ben, I love that bumper right there. One of my favorites is the EDM. Yeah, bumper. I'm trying to find a little bit more, but people aren't going to know what it is because, you know, they don't live in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the summer sol. The summer solstice is June 21st, correct? Uh, I believe so. So not that long ago. I mean... The- it would have been appropriate maybe last week, maybe. Yeah. But we're pretty close, we're close. We're to close. the summer solstice. It is hot all across the country right now. Everybody's enjoying the summer, whether in the, well, actually in the north, or, <laughs> they're really enjoying the summer. It's 100 and some degrees right now. But more appropriate, maybe last weekend, but perfect beer also even for this weekend. Ben. Oh, for sure. From Anderson Valley. And this is the Anderson Valley Brewing Company Summer Solstice Ale. Summer in a can. Summer Solstice is a slightly sweet, multi-session beer with a creamy mouthfeel and a clean finish, with hints of caramel on the nose and a touch of spice. It's become affectionately known as Summer in a Can. The unique flavors and superior drinkability make for the ultimate refreshment on a hot summer day. The alcohol by volume, 5%. The IBU is 6 No bitterness here. It's available from April to August. The ingredients are Chinook hops. The malts are Hale Two Row Crystal. Uh, the awards U.S. Open Beer Championship, Bronze Medal, California State Fair, Silver Medal, and the glassware, Pint Glass. And the food pairings are sweet potato fries, barbecue chicken, ginger, beef kebabs, s'mores, and marshmallows. S'mores pie. are a food pairing? Okay. I guess <laughs> yeah. a lot of people go camping with this beer. Well, s'mores are a food pairing with just mascarpone. Yeah, mascarpone. But what made you pick this Anderson Valley bear with antlers beer? <laughs> uh, you know what? I mean, I, I I was actually thinking of picking this up last week, and with the name, I probably should have. But I'm very glad that we picked up the Bloodline Blood Orange Ale oh. last week from Flying Dog. I'm going to drink one of those and pretty soon. I know that we enjoyed that one so much that I picked up a couple more of those yeah, bottles I love that beer. before you been because that's a very that was good, good, solid, that was good. quality beer. Um, but I was looking at this one on the shelf last week, and so for the beer for this week, it was actually very easy for me to go down the aisle, pick this one off the shelf, and walk out the store with the uh, cognac that was more expensive than I expected. <laughs> well, let's give this a shot, though, That's Ben. That's you pouring your money down the <laughs> drain my... on that cognac. But I'm sure it's going to be a good cognac next week because the last one we had from ABK6 was very good as well. Of course. And every single cognac that we've had has been excellent. But let's give us a sniff. In back. your mind. Oh, please. Like, you don't like them. I feel like I'm not supposed to. I don't know. This one. It's, it's, very got a, weedy. it's got a weedy nose. Yeah, it's very almost weedy. like a hef. Extremely weedy, which is something I did not expect. But maybe it's going to do a little bit reverse juke move on the tongue. Maybe. Like a lot of beers that we've had. I mean, they, they, they smell different than they taste. Yeah, it smells thick, 
doesn't smell like something I'd want no, in the summer. But the color, look how again, dark. People, people like Blue Moon in the summer, and I'm like, why? Look I'm how God's dark. Do you like that? Look how dark that is. It's like a reddish, brownish sort of color. I mean, it is an ale. Like the red ale from back in the yeah. 90s. You don't remember that one. I mean, the, the glass seems heavier. Yeah, there was a red <laughs> ale back in the 90s. I can't remember the name of it, but it was actually popular for a Probably while. called the red ale. It was something red ale. I just can't remember what they called it. Yeah, but it's, I mean, you just get a lot of wheat on the nose. Not much else. There's but no when, citrusy when you note, would, no hoppy note or anything. It's just no, wheat. Very weedy. Very weedy. But when you would pull out of your driveway in Buffalo, get over the snow bank, onto the foot of snow on the street, and to the bar, finally. In the summer. You wanted <laughs> You wanted that red ale. Well, cheers to you, Ben. Let's see if it Let's tastes do it. anything like it smells. It does. It does. It tastes like uh, it's drinkable for sure. But it's 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 it has a little bit of it's a it's a thick beer. But there's a little bit of a melony note to it. There's like melon, right? Are you getting that 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 melon sort of flavor? Like I am. I get a little bit of a melon. I get a little bit of a sourness. I'm like pointing at you. I know, but it, like it, intently, it doesn't like aggressively. Feel, it, it doesn't. Like, are you? It doesn't getting feel this? like a summer beer. <laughs> it doesn't taste like a fucking summer beer, but it doesn't actually. But it's not as. It's definitely drinkable because it has smooth. no flavor. It's smooth. There's not a lot of carbonation. Yeah, it lacks flavor. Yeah, but it's just. Hmm. I would want a little bit more Christmas. And I'm not getting that. I would want a little bit more Christmas. Not at all. I would <laughs> want a little bit more Christmas. Three times. I four times. Okay, four times. More... We'll do it four times. Five times. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be a five-hour five <laughs> podcast. Um, but, you know, it's not that It lacks something. I mean, there, there, there's a lot lacking with this beer, actually. I, I expect it to be so much better because this isn't the only line that they have on the shelf. They have this one, which is Summer Solstice. They have, like they have a, a bunch. purple one. They have a green one. I mean, they have so many. They have like a mango-flavored one. I expected this one to be a crisp one because it's called Summer, summer solstice. solstice. And so I expected a crisp, summery, light beer. With a little bit of crispness. With something. A little bit of carbonation. A little bit of a pop to it. Like, yeah, no, this is you not... just mowed the lawn. Yeah. Drink me. And it's not any of those things. This is a heavy, dark beer that should be drank at the winter solstice, not I know, the summer I was about solstice. To say that they could call this winter solstice or summer solstice, and no one would know the difference. Yeah. No, it's 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 very disappointing, actually. Well, I wonder why they tap this one I don't know. for a summer. I mean, for anybody out there that sees, and and I don't usually say negative things about beers. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't dude, post, dude, dude, bro. don't fucking, don't fucking step to me. I don't say <laughs> negative don't. shit. I'm not the I guy don't. you're looking for. I'm not the negative beer guy. We're not sponsored. That you're fucking looking for. I don't say that shit. We Talk buy to this. somebody else. And it wasn't expensive. It's not like it was expensive. It's like a dollar forty nine a can. But well, it's still don't call something. It's still nine dollars a six pack. Don't call something summer solstice that shouldn't be drank in the summer. What <laughs> should shouldn't be drank at any time of year? No, I mean the winter time. If you want a heavy. Thick beer, like you said. When Do you you're... want a heavy, thick beer? <laughs> Do you? <laughs> Do you? <laughs> sounds like sounds like an infomercial. <laughs> Try Carbonisha. 
<laughs> may cause headaches. <laughs> may cause headaches. Uh, vaginal bleeding. Uh, <laughs> anal bleeding. Uh, distended bladder. <laughs> distended stomach. And uh, I mean, but this is very disappointing. I'm actually disappointed that I picked this up now because I was looking at it last week and I'm glad that I didn't. And we picked up that blood orange, which was very. Which was the bomb. Delicious. That was a solid beer. But this one from Anderson Valley, now, like, if I see anything on the shelf from Anderson Valley, I'm like, should I even pick this up? But why market it as a summer beer? It, don't put summer on it. I feel like it should be lighter, crisper. Crisper. F- more more Light fruity, flavorful, more yeah, hoppy. I mean, like, you see summer solstice ale with natural flavor added. I expected it to have <laughs> natural The natural flavors. flavoring was caramel color. Exactly. But natural flavors that are more citrusy in flavor not you know like sort of a, a like a, a thick melon like i feel like i'm putting a melon in my mouth and there's no carbonation whatsoever <laughs> do you like melon in your mouth ben? <laughs> do you like it tastes good yeah, it was a good band from the 80s melon in your mouth they they yeah. opened for green day for they did. Uh, yeah, that, that was, on uh, one summer tour that was <laughs> like kanye did for Woodstock '94, man. He was he was almost yeah. there. He was almost there. <laughs> that was five even, more years. Five even, more years. Not even close. Five <laughs> more years. But this is not a very good beverage in general. It's it even tastes like beer. It's not good. I'm not even sure what it is exactly. No, no. Where'd you rate this on our? On Do our, I have to keep drinking it? No, I, I I drank enough of it to know that it's just not a very good beer. I mean, it, it was cold enough. I mean, we had it under ice, and it's not very <laughs> See, good. Think maybe it wasn't cold enough. It, no, it's 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 definitely cold enough. But it's cold enough. Where would you rate this though on a rating scale of beers? Four. I'll, I'm going to rate it a two. A two. A two. This is not. <laughs> maybe we shouldn't tweet to them. <laughs> no, fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> no, seriously. Your beer sucks. You're putting this out as a summer solstice beer. There's no crispness. There's, there's, I mean, there's, there's nothing that makes this enjoyable in hot weather at all. It's heavy. Other than the fact that it's, it's not much flavor. It's, it's liquid. It's liquid. Yeah, but it's, it's not what it has I would some water content from something. It's like Bear that you Grylls market. It's like Bear Grylls is like in the summer. I'm either gonna drink my urine out of this snake casing. Might taste better, or than I'm this. gonna drink this. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna might, take the urine. I, I, I yeah, well. <laughs> I might actually take Bear Grylls urine out of a snake skin over this. <laughs> it's pretty bad. This is not that great. No. I'm glad I only got two cans of this. But I wonder because why this other it... can is, is going to end up in the fire, probably. <laughs> like, really? What, what was their thinking behind this? And we've never been this negative on a beer, but I expected so but much it just more. Has no just flavor. with the marketing. Like, don't cut a summer to solstice this beer if it's not going to have anything to do with summer. There's no refreshing flavor it's not crisp it's, it's not light nothing yeah for anybody out there don't pick up summer solstice in the summer but, winter maybe but not in the but summer why wouldn't you make it light or citrusy or any of those things hoppy with a bite but also not too not too heavy mm-hmm. and we're always you know pretty fair with our ratings we never go too low never go too high i mean we're, we're, we're very fair with where we rate our beverages of the week, our shot of the week, even though if, if it's something that I concocted, I'll be honest and say, you know what, uh, this tasted attempt? like shit. Well, that's because your wife put it together. But well, and it was good. If because it was it me, was, because it, it wasn't like it wasn't eight, corn syrup, vodka, eight. corn syrup, like the last ten shots. A little different. Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> but this beer, it just 
has absolutely nothing to do with summer. Yeah, I keep taking sips of it because I think, well, what if I'm sitting on a bar in Vienna when it's 90 degrees when I like this? And I'm like, no. Give me that Ulta Kringer. Yeah. I would take that over this. This is not enjoyable at all in the summer. Yeah, maybe it's a victim of the a large brewery. Maybe. With too many offerings, trying to concoct a bunch of different offerings. Yeah, but you should know. It's like Pliny. Pliny's like, you get what I fucking give you. Yeah, but the Pliny shit does. I mean, it's, the, it's the, amazing, but they don't have a thousand yeah, different. Yeah, but Pliny for president, that was one of the best beers we tasted. And I understand why people love that. But they don't make that many that, that, varieties. That brewery. I mean, it's, 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 the one that we had was excellent. And it's, like you said, it's not a very large brewery. They don't, they don't have a ton of beer going out into the market. But this one, they do. And this one is not very good. Yeah, I'm disappointed. Yeah, me too. But, you know, that's what happens when you review beers every single week. They're mm-hmm. not all going to be good. No. They're not all going to be Croatia versus whoever they played in the last game. I can't remember right now. That, that's a that, that was a two rating right there. That, that that's a, a two out of ten right that's there. That's a two out of ten. Uh, but yeah, so I'm going to give it a four. Frowny's going to give it a two. Mm, not very good. Sorry, Anderson Valley. <sighs> well, we'll try something else. Maybe. Maybe a Pilsner. Maybe a from Anderson Valley? IPA or something. I don't know if I want to try anything from Anderson Valley. Uh, well, they've, they've kind of soured us a little bit. Yeah, I know. Without giving us any sour to be happy yeah, about. Exactly. And we've been happy with sour beers. Uh, anything else to add, Franny? Nothing. No, that's pretty disappointing. Uh, Four and two. Yeah. All right, Friday. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our housekeeping to finish up the show, and it's about that time. Oh yeah. Oh, see, two thirty-five. Yeah, no, not bad. Not bad. Not great. <laughs> not great. We are a show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Please head to our website at thirstygold.busproud.com. You can subscribe and listen to all of our past episodes. And believe me, you want to listen to those past episodes. I know the NFL news isn't new. When you listen to it three months from now, but you still get the brown reviews, the beers, the scotches, the bourbons, the rise, as well as the shot of the week and the rest. You can check out the show notes to get links to all the stories that we cover and all the browns, the bourbons, the scotches, and the rise that we review, as well as the cognacs and potentially some Canadian whiskeys. You get links to all the podcatchers in the universe. You can download the show and leave a review. How many stars, Franny? Five stars, Ben. Five stars. Just smash it, crush it, pound that five star review. Email us at podcasterstogoal at gmail.com. Follow us on my mediocre Twitter account at Goal Thirst and on Franny's amazing, soon to be adopted into the Smithsonian Institute. Yeah, they hit me up. Instagram account at <laughs> Thirstand and check out all the photography there. As well. Friday, anything else to add before we finish up the show? Mm. Other than fuck you, Red Stag. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, no, thank you so very much, everybody, for listening to the podcast. If you've been this deep into the podcast, <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.